Beasley Broadcast Yo, we'll be here tomorrow, by the way. I'll tell you what's going on. WQAM.com. Cut the baby crap, boy. Can we get out of the sandbox, George, now? No. Is it safe? No. Jason stands for nothing. I dump the bitch right now. WQAM. Happy Thursday to you. What a circus this is. No wonder I hate being here, you know? I'm straightening it all out today. <laughs> okay. No, I'm, I'm serious, including that uh, dog and pony show with Mo the other day outside. I'm going to straighten all of that out. Get out of here, Skippy. We're on here doing a radio show, you schmuck. Go, uh, screw, screw in. Oh, by the way, I went to take a leak in there this morning. He said, you're right, she'll do anything. Who said that? Skippy. He oh, said, that wow. screw in is one wild bitch. He ought to know. He said, there isn't any act that any human being has ever committed sexually that she won't do. That's what he said. I'm going down the list. Yeah, that too. <laughs> anyway, this whole business, I'm coming to work this morning. First of all, I find my new close personal friend, Mo, is not on this morning. Here, Geldy, who's uh, reverting to a third childhood. Maybe Geldy's going to be their new baby. Maybe it'll just pop out and be Geldy Jr. You think? Uh, and then he's going through the thing about, well, Mo is in here and Joe is uh, suspended. Joe Rose was not suspended. Kim Bocamper will be back on again tomorrow. You know, Kim, we've already got more than enough management running around here. We don't need anybody else concocting, wild-eyed, desperate. Uh, we've already been through more embarrassment in the last couple of years than anybody deserves, especially with Pharrell. So when you start talking about, you know, somebody being suspended for some crap he allegedly said on the air, people in the audience start thinking, uh-oh, there we go. Oops, they did it again, you know, that kind of crap. Well, nobody uh, suspended nobody. You know, just do the best you can, Kim, in your own usual. And one thing about this radio station, you see, if if the guys haven't already played on the team, they're work for Wayne. So if you expect if you expect any kind of like um, objective, I prefer like Mo and the Mad Dog. They're on the payroll with the Dolphins. Are they going to rip Wayne? No. Are they going to rip the Danny thing? No. Of course not. The Humper, he's got to interview the coach, no matter who it is. He does the coach's show, whether it's Wanstad or Jimmy's Johnson. Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he's not going to rip them an ass. That was funny. And uh, so basically what it boils down to is you got maybe a couple of people, like the big Dwayne oh. on the payroll and me, who, of course, is supposed to be the anti-sports fag. Uh, we'll tell you the way it is. But these people sucking Wayne's ass, man. I wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if all those zits start transferring from his puss to his butt. You know what? 
Just the idea of sucking Wayne's ass. I bet you Scaran would do that, too. Wouldn't surprise. That's what Skippy said. He said, nobody in history, in the history of mankind, has ever done anything sexually that that bitch wouldn't do. He had a big smile on his face when he was saying it, too, and he was shaking it a little bit. Anyway, speaking of shaky, so Joe Rose is out of town for a couple of days visiting his dad or something like that, and uh, they, these guys concoct all of these fairy tales about, oh, well, he suspended something he said on the air yesterday. It's it's be, it's back to the days for the long-suffering QM audience when every time Defoe would go on vacation, Defoe never had a vacation till the last one, I guess. Right, the permanent one. Yeah, but he never had a vacation. It was always, oh, he's in rehab, he's out there in Vegas, he had to go to a rehab clinic for his gambling problem, and it was just as corny then as it is now. It's just, it's just awful. Oh, no, it gets funnier every time. <laughs> Come on. Oh. And since I'm being so honest today, I, I, I don't know whether I want to reconsider that whole thing that happened the other day. I don't, I don't know whether I'm always out sick today or what the deal was, or he just didn't feel like coming in. But I, I think I've been had, you know what? I've heard that before. I, no, I'm serious. I think I've been had. It, By the best, I've If somebody came in to your house with a knife and stabbed you and then went, went around the house and stabbed your kids and your wife, you yeah. know, and they, were, and they were, like, bleeding on the floor, and then, like, a uh, period of time later, the same per like your mother, for example, there's a good, sure. uh, and came back a few months later and said, well, you know, I'm sorry and I was wrong, you tell her, get lost, bitch, you know? I, I just I just don't know that I can, after all the mean, mean is, like, childish, I mean, just mean-spirited, horrendous, brutal crap that's gone down here. Just because I happen to be back in town for a few days and happen to have an encounter in the parking lot, does that mean that I'm going to, like, uh, you know, and then, of course, after it would have been fine, Mo. I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm not going to put on any act. I'm going to tell her, no, seriously, because this place inspires me to tell it exactly <laughs> the way it is. This is such a schmidt hole, man. It's such a crap hole. No, seriously, I came in yesterday morning. This is the day after we had our little uh, tate to tate out there in the parking lot. Oh, wow. It started out with him giving me an fu and fu to the ground you stand on and fugue this and fugue that. Uh, we had our little thing, and I figured, well, you know, it's better for everybody, and life is too short. And uh, so he's sitting in the control room yesterday morning. I waved to him. He waved to me, and that's fine. That, that's it. That's as far as it needed to go. Fine. Just be civilized. But you know? no. But no. No. I came in here, sat down, starting to organize all my crap, and he comes in here and about a beep, about a boop, and this one's an asshole, and this one, you know, and I just don't want to be involved in all of that, okay? I thought we understood that life is too short already. I don't want to hear about all the in the internal politics of this scumhole, of this toilet, of this indoor septic tank. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know from it. And he isn't any different today than he was two days ago, other than he wasn't friendly here this morning. No, that's the problem. I don't want to be friendly. I want to be civilized. I'll go along with that. But just because you shake my hand with your clammy hand a couple of times, well, he's got a, for a guy that pretends to be a jock, you know, with a, the dolphin guy, he's got the clammiest hand next next to a Pete Sampras. Yeah, is his grip firm? No. Oh, clammy. How can it be a firm when it's clammy? Well, clammy's like cold and sweaty. Clammy, like mammy. Like Bob uh, Neal. Even Sammy was clammy. That's why I kept dropping a ball. Remember Sammy Smith? Sure. Oh, by the way, uh, Castanova, look it up good now. Look it up. So anyway, it just uh, that goes back to yesterday. You're just oh. too slow for me today because you're worried about that computer stuff. Oh, I'm not to worry anymore. Dolphins running around out of here. Well, gee, like uh, you're saying, you're an ungrateful son of a bitch, George. Oh, I know. You should be real grateful to Muff because he got with engineering and they got a brand new computer coming in there for you. Like whenever it gets around, a couple of days, whenever. And the fact that we are doing a show here today and tomorrow, we will be here both days. And nobody's been suspended yet, and nobody has said anything on the air that could. I'm not grateful. I'll be very grateful when it happens. Unfortunately, we do a show now. Like you said, now. Yeah, but now you're causing Muff a great deal of uh, emotional distress. Well, I don't mean to do especially, that. especially, 
He's under enormous pressure because those numbers are coming out 1 o'clock tomorrow. And, of course, you know me. I had an 8 and then a 6 and then a 4. That's not a very good trend. You know what I mean? That, we'd be very concerned when you have an 8 one month, then a 6, and then a 4. It's a downward spiral. You know what I mean? Like Ooh. going over the edge of a cliff. So I'd be really concerned about things like that. And we're going to be watching under a microscope tomorrow when those numbers come out at 1 o'clock. What a circus, man. What a friggin' zoo. Carol Mostly Brown drops out. She's uh, turning her support to Howard Dean. How many people she got with her, Carol Mostly Brown? About 30, man. It's okay. She's dropping out today. I did see Howard Dean last night. I was channel surfing. There wasn't a damn thing on the hockey games. Were the worst. Although, man, what about that Washington, uh, who the hell were they playing? Calgary game. Game is scoreless with five and a half minutes left. It winds up a 3-3 tie. They score six goals in five and a half minutes. And uh, just bizarre. Amazing. Just happened to luck into turning it on just at the right time. But other than that, there wasn't much going on. So I'm channel surfing, and there's Howard Dean on C-SPAN in Iowa with his sleeves rolled up. He was great. That was the Howard Dean that we used to like, and we still do like, but wish he'd come back and stay with that, as opposed to listening to his advisors, his handlers. You know, wimping out ain't going to get the job done. That's you, you got to stick with what got you there, Howard. Dean, that is. No, I'm not. I'm not going to start a big thing on Mo again today. It's just the idea that I don't. I don't uh, think I don't want to give him the wrong impression or the audience either. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm willing to get along. That's all. That's as far as it goes. He's done too many nasty, brutal things behind people's backs. And okay, the Zach thing. Who, who cares about that? So childish. That's a problem right. in this place, like a kindergarten. And why? Why would anybody care? Why? Why would anybody care? Why would anybody who's uh, like an adult over the age of ten care about that? Right. Right. Other than Juan in Little Havana, who thinks he's got his own show. So anyway, let's, we'll give you the poll result from yesterday. We actually had a pretty good result on there, considering the fact it took us a hell of a long time to get that started. we got two poll questions today. The second one you'll love. It's right up this audience's alley. But the first one first. Uh, I better do the break, right? No, because i got to give the results from yesterday, because then Eric will pop it off of there, and then I'll be uh, sitting here with my hand up my ass. I guess I'll, I'll print it out. And then you can make the change, Eric. It's about these space cadets. In fact, uh, Howard Dean had a great line last night. I think stealing a little page from Kucinich. He was talking about the uh, Mars program and all of this uh, space cadet stuff with Bush. He said, and that's fine if uh, Bush is the first one to go to Mars. He said, I'm all right. for it. And the audience was cheering. Yeah, all right. And nice going, Howard. Dean, that is. 5670560. Oh, seriously, if, if, could you imagine me being here a month? That would be I something. Don't, I don't know how I did it. I, seriously, I don't want to sound like I'm patting myself on the ass. I don't know how the hell I did it for five, uh, whatever it was, how many years it was in this place. Without this is, this is not a workplace. This is a nut house. Without Xanax, without OxyContin. Without any good drugs. Jesus. You mean uh, somebody didn't leave me any? <laughs> Look I don't, around. I don't mention no names, okay? I don't get into that. I don't play that game. We could shake this. Uh, I don't play that person. game. Check it out. Twelve minutes after ten at five sixty WQM. Let me tell you about a place that you're going to love. You can get away from all the stress, all the crazy people. And boy, we sure got plenty of them down here. Yes. And that's Pompano Park. That's right. All you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Card Room has the gambling action that you are looking for. Located just a half a mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike, Pompano Park's easy to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park features free admission for you and free general parking today and every day. Live Harness Racing and the Poker Room open every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, five days and nights a week. Poker starts at noon, goes on until midnight. Live Racing gets underway tonight at 7.05 p.m., five nights a week. 
Every Monday night at Pompano Park, two for $25 dinner special in the Top of the Park restaurant on the sixth floor. Every Wednesday night is dollar night for draft beers, sodas, hot dogs, and more. Also, every night on the fourth floor players' room, there's a $7.95 plated dinner special. And coming up on Monday, there will be a special tribute this Monday night, Monday, January 19, honoring Martin Luther King Jr. with one race featuring the African-American drivers only, plus the annual Lou Williams Memorial Race, which I thought that was the same. I thought that's the race for the all-black drivers, but what do I know? Lou Williams was great, baby. Had a little uh, problem and a little tractor problem there, but he was great. Saw him drive, win many a race. Pompano Park opens seven days and nights a week for simulcasting, two featuring the best in harness, thoroughbred, highlight action from all across North America for you to watch and plunge your guts on. Pompano Park, it's easy to get there. It's a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current racing schedule, you can call them at 954-972-2000 or go on the web at pompanopark.com. Did I mention that, uh, how come it's not in this copy about Ladies Night on Thursday? Isn't every Thursday Ladies Night at Pompano Park? I don't know. Well, today happens to be Thursday, so I believe it is, but I better not say it. See you tonight, post time 705 at Pompano Park. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Rogers is my lover. Absolutely. Isn't that me back in the ball game? Yeah, no. I admit placing bets. It only took me about 14 years to go on TV with crocodile tears. But don't wait for me to say sorry. I ain't taking the blame. I bet once, twice, maybe three times on a few ball games. So put me into the Hall of Fame. I deserve to be in. I'm not really a total crook. Read all about it in my brand new book. Oh, I bet, bet, bet on my own team. And if I pretend to feel shame, I will bet they let me back into the Hey, Neil, f*** you. 1017 at 560. Yeah, his book is going to be a number one on the New York Times bestseller this weekend when the thing comes out. Isn't that embarrassing? America never never met a scumbag they didn't love. I never did get to tell a story about the woman that he ripped off for several grand at, uh, was it a Calder or a Gulfstream? I'll, I'll no, remember. you never did. Uh, maybe I will. Pete Rose. Just an absolute scumbag. Who the hell are you kidding, Petey? Anyway, here's a fact to Palm Beach troublemaker right out of the box. First, I hear he made peace with Mo. I don't think the peace is going to last. Kind of like the Middle East peace, you know. They are peace. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm serious. I don't. I don't feel comfortable with the whole thing that happened. And I'm not saying this to. You know, I don't uh, orchestrate any of the way I feel. I just uh, shoot from the hip. Okay, right from the hip. There you go. I don't uh, feel comfortable with it because I don't like the guy. In fact, I can't stand him. See what I'm saying? And I. No. And, and no. And no. Oh, I, I, I could have just kept going. I could have just, after the last F-bomb he threw at me, I could have just kept walking and walked in the building, which is what I should have done. But you're a softie. But I'm a softie, and he sucked me into sitting down, having a little powwow out there, and uh, bada-beep, bada-boop, bada-baba. You know, I, I'm not, uh, I don't know. I just don't like his whole attitude. He's just a sour, nasty person who wants to spread a lot of hate, wants to turn me against the beast. You and I owe the beast an apology, by the way, especially you. I already uh, chummed up with him this morning. Did you? Yeah. Well, because he's pissed off at me now. He was sitting in there. He was squatting in there. He actually doesn't sit on a chair anymore. He just squats on the floor like a schmoo. He was squatting in there this morning, and he, uh, when I came in, I could see he was like, uh, you know, not happy with me. 
because I caused him to be chewed out by his good close person. I hear that Clarence cut him off last night. Mm. That bad. That's that's how Ooh. deep a rift I created between them two. You bastard. Right. You prick. <laughs> but at any rate, no, seriously, the audience thinks this is all shtick. There's no shtick on this show, man. Well, not not on this kind of stuff. You'll, you'll know when the shtick starts. In other words, just shtick it. But uh, so, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's been created. And if I have to choose between the Beast or between Zach or between... Even Robert Grieper, which, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's okay. He's just, he's, he's just, him. he's just there. He's just, he can't help himself. Even with his right wing politics, he's just confused. But I, you know, these people have been here a long time. And I'm not going to like uh, go bonding with some guy who's been trying to get my ass canned and get your ass fired and stir up every kind of trouble with his show and consorting with people who hate me like poison. And all of a sudden I'm his buddy? No, Mo. Oh, anyway, he goes on to say, then somebody uh, told me, uh, you let the asshole limo guy pick you up at the airport. See, Palm Beach Troublemaker, let me tell you this, okay, get a life. I don't take instructions on life from uh, some assholes in the audience who I don't even know. I'm not, not, not interested. One mom is enough. I let the uh, Ken Halpern pick me up because he begged and pleaded on, on the uh, Internet there on, his, on our emails. He said, give me another chance, and I apologize for last time and for that banana boat broad that I had pick you up, who said, where are we going? Where are we going? Where we are going? I'm sorry. Where we are going? That's what she said. <laughs> I, I, know. I think she's the brother that moderated that black and brown debate in Iowa. She was the same bitch. Where we are going? But at any rate, saying he did a fine job. He was there waiting for me. He's a good guy, okay? He's a little bit on the unusual side, but he's a dog lover. He's a good guy. He's Rimmer's friend, so that that should tell you there'd be a problem right off the bat. But at any rate, so uh, yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm not a hard ass. I don't hold a grudge. But in one case, I will make an exception. That's not a grudge. It's just. You don't go from deep-seated hatred after a year and a half to all of a sudden like your buddies. I, I'll be civilized. It's, it's up to him. I don't really care. See, it's uncomfortable when you, and, and he creates an uncomfortable situation in the building. Like I've told you many times before, everybody's walking on eggshells here in the morning. Whenever he's in the building, everybody's tiptoeing on eggshells because, well, what, what's he going to be screaming about today and who's he going to be bitching out? He's got to look himself in the mirror. That's what he needs to do with or without the peace. He needs to look in the mirror and say, well, how come all these people do hate me, huh? So if you think I'm going to be your ally, I don't care whether you promote this show or not. I don't care whether I have a one share, you know, and Muff is giving me, well, you know, eight to a six to a four. That's not a very, that's not a really good trend. Oh, yeah. I've kept that, I've kept that screamer in there. I've been his meal ticket for the last six years, Miss Muff, and he's worried that I had a one, one bad month in six years. Too freaking bad. We all have bad months. Like I'm concerned about eight to a six to a four, like you're losing the audience. You should live so long, man. You should live so long. I mean, these people talk, talk about turning on you like in about two seconds, just like you this morning, because of the fact that you dare want a computer in there that works like today. Not in a week from Sukkot, but today. Because we have stuff to do here every day. Understanding guy. It's just that... Uh, and, of course, if you would have asked for it before, you'd have probably had it. <laughs> spoke to engineers like two weeks ago. Oh, please, about please, don't dignify, them with a re- please don't dignify them with a response. Please, don't dignify them with a response. You have to threaten them. You have to threaten this place with bodily harm, with a pipe bomb, before they'll finally do anything for us. You know, when you're in Toronto and, 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 and on then, that computer. And then it's a pain in the ass. Like, oh, like they resent it, the idea that we actually want stuff in here that we don't have to pay for, I don't have to pay for, that might actually work. What a concept, huh? That's not the Beasley Fugan uh, way. Which is why that TV up there and the VCR and the computer over here and this thing over there and the fax machine back there, this is what, what it's all about, is Neil builds his own studio. Okay, so they're paying me a lot of money, but in the meantime, ever, anybody ever work in a radio station where you had to build your own studio piece by piece? I don't think so. Anybody ever hear of it? No. Even our good friend Dick. <laughs> by the way, thank yes. you for letting me use your computer in here. Since oh, this is the one you're that you welcome. paid for. Yeah, uh, right. 
<laughs> Here's another fact. Says, remember the game Finding Waldo? Maybe we should play Where's Joe Rose? Yeah, let's play a little game, all you children out there. See, it doesn't really make any difference because what I told you this morning before the show is true. The sports nerd crowd, the hosts are interchangeable. It's like Mr. Potato Head. In fact, I think that's a great idea. I just had a brainstorm. You know how everybody's doing the bobblehead dolls? Why don't right. we have a Mr. Potato Head QAM talk host? And it'll come as a set. It'll be the, the <laughs> no. It'll be on a little box with a set, and there'll be the microphone and a little sports bar around, uh -huh. and, and the body and, hats. and the heads and the heads are and there could be little hats and Fortune the heads pays. and the hair pieces will be right. interchangeable. Sure. So you can stick uh, Moe's head in there. You can stick uh, Kimba. You can stick Joe Rose in there because the calls for the sports they just keep pouring in, saying the same crap. They don't care as it, it makes no difference if it's Dave Hagen, if it's uh, Clarence, if it's uh, uh, anybody. Anybody, and I'm not knocking any of these people. I'm just saying that's the sports crowd. They don't care as long as there's somebody there to take their idiotic call. Is that right guard? Uh, I thought right guard was a deodorant myself. Is he injured? Is he going to be able to play this week? You know, oh, whoa, whoa, you know. I mean, give me a break. So it doesn't really make any difference whether we have Joe Rosenier or Kimba Bocamper or uh, Joe Mama. It, it makes no difference as far as the callers. Because, like I've told you for years, the reason people listen to this show and to Jim Mandich and Hank Goldberg, I use those three especially, is because uh, the personality involved. Any of the three of us could be talking about the Chinaman on the moon, and it wouldn't make any difference. There'd still be the same people listening, maybe even more, maybe even Mo, right? Right. Because the sport, the whole sports thing is just uh, crap, is what it is. Oh, I know. There he goes on that again. Well, I got inspired. I I'm really uh, smoking here today. I'll Apparently, yeah, fact, no. I'd like to be smoking. Nice I'd like to light up a too. nice Danim and light. Ooh. Are you sucking around again? What the hell are you talking about? Nice pace. What does that mean? I thought it was a trot. <laughs> anyway, here's the Cancer. poll. Here's the poll from yesterday. Who is your all-time favorite? And by the way, Duff, I hope I get a one share tomorrow, okay, because we're on a downward spiral. And guess, like I told Clarence, just keep the checks coming, okay? I don't worry about the freaking numbers. i got nothing left to prove to any faggots in this building. Who is your all-time favorite TV character? Archie Bunker wins out in a tight race, 170. Can you believe how did you see you didn't see this? You were busy bitching out the engineers. No, I didn't. Uh, I actually I spoke to Jim who told me that he can't do anything for me. Bless his heart. <laughs> what do you want to know why? He prefers the company of men. Who doesn't? Homer Simpson was a close second. Archie had 170 bunker and uh, Homer Simpson 168. Very close. Al Bundy 124. Uh, that that makes that tears my guts out. That's so sad. That was such a and marginal old. show, and he was such a bad nerdy character with a big schnoz. Kramer, 68. That's Brad Kramer, Northville Downs. Basil Fawlty, 56. Tony Soprano, 52. Eric Cartman had 50. Hawkeye Pierce, 41. Jim Rockford, 34. I don't understand. I'm so glad that my taste is so far outside the mainstream. It makes me very happy to know that. It was a good show. It was not a good show. Sure it was. And you don't even like cop shows. That's right. Goes to tow, to tow Goes you. Goes to tow me, man. That your taste is in your tush. Anyway, how many did he get? Uh, Jim Rockford, 34. Fred Sanford, 32. Captain Kirk had About 30, man. 30 votes. Lucy Ricardo had 25, along with Barney, 525. Same person. Columbo and Ralph Cramden, 24 apiece. Baby Stewie, 23. Stu Barnes had 18. Reverend Jim Ignatowski, 18. Ed Norton, 17. Norm from Cheer, 16. Jean-Luc Picard and Alf each had 15 votes. Larry David, Mr. Spock, 14. Detective Arthur Dietrich and Red Foreman each had 13. I don't know who Red Foreman is. That's the show. Uh, <laughs> the dad. Oh, the one with uh, Ashton Kutcher. C. 
Something there's something strange about that kid. There really is. is. Am I wrong? He's a bad actor. He's not an no, actor. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about his appearance. He just he's girly. He, uh, yeah. Oh, so it's not only me. No, he's a girly. He's a girly man. man. He's pretty. He used to be very pretty. I told you. I saw those male model pictures when he was a model. But he, I don't know. That he's whole got thing a party with, that whole thing with Demi Moore. I'm just not too sure about that. Oh, you think everybody's? I, I don't really care. He's just. I think he's got a, a vagina. Probably I, I definitely do not think he has a penis. He, he, you, can, you can see in his crotch, and I do check that out when I'm watching those shows. No, you can, you can see that there's like an innie instead of an outie. You know what a I mean? Mangina. Yeah, he's got a mangina, just like Celia Cruz, who used to use that big strap on. <laughs> Roseanne, Rosanna Dan at 12, Perry Mason and Louis De Palma and J.R. Ewing and Sergeant Schultz each had 11. Mork from Mork had 10. George Jefferson had only 9. That's bad. He was great. Fonzie, 9. Oh, look at this. Look at all the other ones on the second page. It'll take me till midnight to read these. Jethro Bodine, nine. They liked his Bodini. Sonny Crockett, nine. Arnold the Pig, nine. Herman Munster, eight. Buffy Summers, eight. John Drake, the prisoner. Patrick McGowan, seven. Number six. That's what we're going to get on uh, tomorrow. We're going to get a six stuff in the uh, December, uh, I think. Yeah, eight, six, four. That's not a very good. Uh, I'd be concerned, too. I'm not concerned. You ought to be concerned, mister, from what I'm hearing. Oscar Madison, Frank Barone, Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable, Otis the Town Drunk, Beaver Cleaver, Maud, all of them each had five. Four for Stevie Austin, Fred Flintstone, Hank from Larry Sanders, and Frank Cannon. Frank Cannon wound up with four. Let's hear it for the fat man, the round man. J.J. Evans, three. Edith Bunker, two. T.J. Hooker, one. Beretta, one. Uncle Arthur, one. Sandy Ricks Flipper, one. We know what kind of a person that was. In fact, trace that vote. Sandy. What? Huh? Fag. Napoleon Solo won and Alexis Carrington won. Napoleon Solo from the Man from Uncle with Robert Vaughn and David McCallum. Well, not something I remember the uh, actors, but I couldn't remember the name of this Cho. Well, nobody's perfect, man. Just take a look at this place. 28 after 10 at 560. So like I said, Mo, it's uh, strictly the ball is in your court. Just stay away from me. That's all. I don't, I don't like having to like uh, walk tiptoe up and down a hall because there's going to be like some kind of an argument. I'm not a confrontational person. I will tell you what I, like I did the other day. I'll tell him anything to his face that he wants to hear that I'll say on the ear or behind his back. I'm not a, a backstabber. I'm a frontstabber, I'll tell you. But it's, a, it's just an unpleasant environment. In fact, it sounds to me like a hostile workplace. Hostile work environment. Hostile work environment sounds actionable to me. Oh, Greg, it's a suit. It's a suit. An Armani suit. Yeah, it's a beauty. 29 past 10 at 560 WQAM. Let's tell you about Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. Locally owned and operated, these guys have been doing it right for years and years, which is why they're still around. You'll find them on U.S. 120 minutes south of 836. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is well worth the drive no matter where you are because you're going to save a potload of cash, thousands of bucks. Check out their great lease prices. An 04 Tacoma two-wheel drive, regular cab, your payments are only 169 bucks a month. An 04 Echo you can get for just 179 a month. How about an 04 Celica GT? For just two oh nine a month. And with every car purchased at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, you'll get a free Sun Pass. And keep in mind, they were the first dealer in the area to offer your free tires and batteries for life. If you're looking for an SUV, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, they got a, an unbeatable assortment of RAV4s, Highlanders, 4Runners, Sequoias, Land Cruisers, too. General Manager David Rich and his buddy Fat Rich and the whole staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a new Toyota today. Experience the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. Their service department's open late, weeknight till 8 p.m. to make sure they can get you done. 
Conveniently located at the U.S. 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead. They're 20 minutes south of the 836. So if you're sick and tired of those big, fat mega dealers who overpromise and underdeliver, then you ought to make the switch. Call David Rich, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead GM right now at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a lot on your new Toyota. Be sure and tell them that Pharrell sent you by. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. It's always insane. Each night on CNBC, there's a brand new voice in cable news. Hi, folks, it's me. I don't want to go off on a rant here, but it's time for the tough stories, okay? It's Dennis Miller. Finally, a news anchor who gives you the facts in no uncertain terms. Our old friend Howard Dean says he can defeat George W. Bush. <laughs> Okay, Howie, yeah. And Unal Septium has a better chance of jumping ahead of Suborgium on the periodic table, okay? <laughs> Dennis Miller on CNBC, reporting the top stories in a language you can understand. How about that Saddam Hussein, huh? <laughs> this guy's more brain damaged than Kobayashi after the Asapuko eating contest at the Yakima Ponderosa. <laughs> Dennis Miller. Plain news and plain talk. So don't get left behind like Tom Bombadil in the Lord of the Rings movies. Stay informed and watch me, Dennis Miller. That's the news, and I am out of here. Speaking of that, Dennis Miller, the host talk show host, uh, talk show on CNBC. Oh, what a joke. What a tragedy. You see this? If you're a right-wing asshole, man, they're just popping up everywhere. See what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Dennis Miller, the liberal-turned-conservative asshole and defender of President Bush in the war in Iraq, is less than two weeks away from being the host of a new talk show on CNBC. For him, it says it can't come soon enough. People say, I've slid to the right, Miller said in his office in the NBC studios in Burbank, speaking in his rat-a-tat style. Rat-a-tat. I thought that's what Chris Moran used to say, rat-a-tat. Well, can you blame me? One of the biggest malfeasances of the left now is the mislabeling of Hitler. Quit saying this guy's Hitler. He said, ah, I'm not going to read this. God, he is just brutal. So he's going to be on CNBC. One more good reason not to watch the gambling channel. Excellent. Okay, here's our first poll. We'll do this one till noon. And the second poll, wait till I tell you that. Boy, you're going to have a lot of names on that list. Wait, do you think yesterday was big? Here's the first one. What? And before I do it, maybe we ought to like influence a little bit. Here's the news. The Spirit rover has successfully rolled into the surface of Mars. Just like Scoran, it rolled over. That's what Skippy says. She'll roll over in any position you like. You don't believe me, do you? The yeah, I believe Spirit you. rover has successfully rolled onto the surface of Mars for the first time since NASA's unmanned robot bounced down on the red planet nearly two weeks ago. Pictures confirming he said uh, she'll bounce down on it. Pictures confirming the egress came back to NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab in Pasadena at about five o'clock this morning. Engineers cheered loudly and celebrated the landing by playing the hip hop tune "Who Let the Dogs Out." Is that is that sad or what? Uh, I I don't I, I don't think there's any uh, hope no more. Uh, you know what? I want to go to Mars. Then. I don't want to be a stodgy old fart, even though I may be. But I mean, Jesus Christ, who let the dogs out? That's almost as bad as Kimba Bocamp for making up stories about Joe Rose being suspended for saying crap on here or something when Joe was out of town visiting his daddy. Mission controllers had sent the rover. Oh, there's Tommy with a really surly look on his face. He must be really pissed off. It must have been something Mo said. Uh, mission controllers had sent the rover commands to move three meters uh, down as a ramp from its lander out of the Martian soil. 
We have six wheels in the... I don't, I'm not going to read this. So there you go. It's uh, doing things. And if January 23rd, if you get your 3D glasses, are you going to get yours? I already have them. I carry get, them around with me. You get to see the uh, 3D pictures from Mars that have red surface, uh, red rocks. Yeah. Or, it, or maybe it said Red Fox. Maybe I misread it. <laughs> That's where he went. Red Fox is on Mars. That's where he'd be going because they, they don't mind him up there. In fact, they're nicer than dark folks on Mars than they were down here. That's why he left. He's doing a show on Mars. Probably Freddie Prinze is up there, too, you think? Wouldn't surprise the me at all. Gang, yeah. Orson. The whole gang, Jim Morrison. The Anyway, so here's our uh, first poll question. Now that you know about the tremendous success we're having in watching them red rocks in Mars. What's your take on Bush's space proposal, that breathless big proposal he made with that speech yesterday afternoon, 315? Here's your five choices. In fact, I'll give you the results already, what we got so far, because there's many votes pouring in. They're smattering in. Uh, I love it if he'll be the first to go. How many say that? About 30, man. 30. Howard Dean said that last night. Nice going, Howard. Good comeback. 96 votes. It's a wag-the-dog diversion 20. That sounds very plausible to me. How can we possibly afford it? 18. I'm all for it. It's inspirational. 15. Right. Aren't you inspired? Oh, yeah. And what do you expect from a space cadet? 13. Out of the 96 votes we got so far. Now, i got some very bad news for you. I don't want to be the bearer of ill tidings. No, actually, it's good news. You can save yourself about how many bucks? About 30, man. Don't buy the book. Oh, and they're going to be swearing at me if they already went out and bought it at my recommendation. Too bad. Too bastard. No refunds. I didn't pay for mine. <laughs> <laughs> I want to apologize, although, you know, he meant very well to Green Van Dave. That was a very nice thing. I just, all I did yesterday was mention, jokingly, that I wish somebody would have bought me the book, The Price of Loyalty, by Ron Suskind and Paul O'Neill's uh, whole story there, which is it's really the Paul O'Neill story. All the rest is window dressing. And he uh, brings it in, and I took that baby home last night in the book, too, and uh, there's not much in it. I'm not saying I read the whole thing cover to cover, but pretty damn close. I, I just went pouring through it. There is one couple of pages that I'll read about one of the uh, cabinet meetings. Do you know that all the cabinet meetings had to be scripted? No, like well, everything else he does? Right. I guess because he's a dodo bird, the Bushmeister. So everything was scripted. Everybody played a part like it was a play, and it was all scripted out. But I'll get to that page. And then the thing about, you know, the blind man in a room full of deaf people and uh, asking Andy Carr to go make sure to get the cheeseburgers, that's all in there. So basically the media's taken the most sensational things in here and about the Iraq attack being planned up front, and we already know all that. I like Ted Kennedy best this morning on CNN with uh, the hum man, Bill Hummer. Ted Kennedy is really... See, I, why can't he run again? We forgot about Chappaquiddick. We don't even know where to find it. The, uh, just in, if you had the opportunity to read the speech, you can start off with uh, Paul O'Neill, who was, uh, has put a book out and now has been bitterly attacked uh, by the President of the United States. And ABC has uh, got independent confirmation uh, that in the uh, discussion, in the first meeting in the White House, they talked about the military option. All of the time that the White House was representing that they hadn't even considered the military option. That's just at the very beginning. But there's no question that this administration cooked the books with regards to intelligence. They represented that Saddam Hussein had nuclear weapons, weapons of mass destruction, that American servicemen were going to be uh, treated as liberators, that al-Qaeda was uh, over there. All of this is false. But the point that I'm making is if they were going to go to war, if they were going to go to war to remove Saddam Hussein, and no one carries a brief for Saddam Hussein, but we have to ask ourselves whether Saddam Hussein was an imminent threat to the United States. If they were going to go to war and believe it, they should have leveled with the American people. They didn't. That's my point. Senator, and by not leveling with the American people, they show a disdain 
for the American people and for the institutions, and they misrepresented the intelligence and scared this country and brought us to war. And I do not believe that the war with Iraq is making the United States safer today. It's diverted our attention uh, from al-Qaeda and uh, has not uh, helped us in the war on terror. You wrote, Ted. Nice going, Ted, baby. And he said that ABC has the corroborating story. It's on our website. President Bush ordered the Pentagon to explore the possibility of a ground invasion of Iraq well before the U.S. was attacked on 9-11, an official told ABC News. Confirming the account, former Treasury Secretary Paul O'Neill gives in his book, written by former Wall Street Journal reporter Ron Suskind. Don't buy the book. The official, last not to be identified, was present in the same National Security Council meetings as O'Neill immediately after Bush's inauguration in January and February of 2001. The president told his Pentagon officials to explore the military options, including use of ground forces, the official told ABC News. That went beyond the Clinton administration's half-hearted attempts to overthrow Hussein without force. In The Price of Loyalty, O'Neill says that from the very start of his administration, Bush was focused on outing Saddam, ousting and outing. Bush says his policy at the time was merely a continuation of the Clinton's administration's stance. White House aides have suggested O'Neill, whom Bush fired in December 2002, is merely trying to sell books. Both the official who spoke to ABC News and O'Neill have acknowledged that Bush hadn't yet made up his mind for a ground invasion at the start of the administration, but they say officials were told to find ways to get rid of the Iraqi leader. Getting Hussein was the administration's focus. That much was already clear, it said. And Skippy is back in here again. Again. We're on here doing a radio show. But a big smile. Oh, he just did her again. He said, oops, I did her again. He just hopped on Scran back there again. You see the smile on his puss? From ear to rear. Even bigger than... Roy! Wow. That's what she said. She said he's even bigger than which is amazing for a little guy like Skippy. He must be hung like a, a moose. So Skippy Van Moose, that's my suggestion to use. So how do you like that? So ABC has independent confirmation. They they were starting from the beginning. We already knew that. We have the PNAC stuff. The American public doesn't care. And poor Bill Hem- Hemper was sitting there. Do you notice this morning with Ted Kennedy? And Teddy just kept rolling right along. He Good. Wouldn't, he wouldn't take a breath. Test. You go, Ted. Yeah. And it was great because the mainstream media doesn't want, they don't want to be hearing stuff like that because it's anti-American and they might uh, get some pressure from the FCC and Michael Powell and all these other fascists in there right now. It's a pretty sorry day in America, boys and girls, but you know what? Who the hell cares? And Mo, get lost. Live and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Try like God no secret Cause your perspiration smells Come on, don't come closer When I get old, I'll be weepy, don't work Many years from now Hey, Stu, this is Peter Just see the way Ringo looked at me you know what, re- boy, I like the way that ends. What Redia grabbed me yesterday, speaking of grabbing his hand, was that uh, email that the Beast sent to Howard, to Mo Howard David, 
yeah. try, trying to like follow in my footsteps, and especially on the heels of a tongue lashing by his uh, good buddy uh, Clarence, a tongue lashing. Following that, yeah, uh, not a, as opposed to the usual tongue licking, a tongue lashing, and, and trying to like you know say I've been an asshole, and I would like to uh, just you know st waddle around and do my business and like uh, coexist. And man, no chance. He can wipe his ass with that, and you know, I just all bent out of shape again. So I, I don't know. No, I do know. The answer is no mo, no mo, no mo, no mo. I just, I can't handle it. I just, I'm not gonna. Uh, no mo. Yeah, that's my answer. Just say no. You mo. Yes. Because uh, you know why? I can't. I just can't be a phony. That's all. I mean, if for a lot of money, I guess I could be a phony. But something like that, no way. Now, what was I going to do? I got a great article here. You're going to love it. By that fag, I mean by Michael Signorelli. Is that the one you were? Uh, yes. Yeah. Pouting this morning Excellent. before the show. He uh, rips Miss Fudge an ass, which wouldn't be the first time from what I'm hearing. Anyway, here's the second poll, which is the one that we're going to need your input on. And of course, speaking of an ass, this is great. I was inspired by Edna Wallace on Passions yesterday. See my psychic powers again? Now, that's the uh, that's the one that people here will see today at 2 o'clock, Passions, uh, where she says to Beth, she says, uh, if you look uh, look up the word uh, whatever it was in the dictionary, your picture will be next to it, which, of course, is a line I've been using for years, but I thought, well, if it's good enough for Mrs. Wallace on Passions, why not use it again? So here's the poll today, the second one. If you look up the word asshole in the dictionary, whose picture will you see next to it? And I didn't put anybody on there, leaving it wide open. Well, that's what Scoran always does. She leaves it wide open. That's what Skippy said. The barn door. She leaves the old barn door wide open, man. You ought to see what's crawling around in there. Well, if you don't close the door, especially in this tropical climate here in Florida, you never know what kind of lizards and little uh, crawl, creepy crawly things are going to be crawling around in you. If you look up the word asshole in the dictionary, whose picture will you see next to it? And you can put anybody on there, including me or George, anybody you like. But we're not putting nobody on there until somebody nominates one, right? Right. And then we'll make like a list of 50,000. Priest suspended on abuse allegation. Boy, that's bad. Cincinnati Archbishop Daniel Polarczyk on Tuesday announced he suspended a former associate pastor of St. Albert the Great Catholic Church in Kettering. Oh, Kettering. After a man reported the priest sexually abused him as a teenager in the Cincinnati area in the early 1980s as opposed to the genital area. Polarczyk placed the Reverend Ronald Cooper on paid leave after Cooper, confronted with the allegation late Monday, acknowledged he had touched the minor, but denied he had sexual intent. He just wanted to see how big it was. Like the abuelas. They were just checking it out. They didn't have sure. no sexual intent. They just wanted to see if it was uh, real or memorex. Cane-cutting barbarians. Cooper isn't permitted to celebrate the sacraments or otherwise present himself as a priest during the investigation, it says. Well, how do you like that? Another one of them isolated incidents. Okay, so you can go back to uh, hating me and loving Mo, all you Mo, all like Dennis out there, whatever you like. I don't really care. I'm not going to sit here and be a phony because somebody cornered me in a parking lot. And, you know, and I admit I was I was wrong. I sat down and I listened to his bull crap, and I should have done that. And I was gonna, now he's really going to go, now. well, you see that? I tried. I did my best. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. All you're trying to do is look for an ally, and you won't find one in this place. It just ain't going to happen. You have no allies here. Because your hostility. I mean, here's a guy that's whining about, oh, he's diabetic and stress kill. And he's right. Stress does kill. So why are you causing so much of it? Why are you inflicting so much stress on all the rest of us? The bullet in the head and George. Uh, George came with an eyelash of getting canned if it wasn't for my desperate uh, flagellating attempts to make sure we kept him his job. Especially when that second kid was popping out. And we're supposed to forgive and forget. No, we do not forget. And we do not forgive. Like uh, Don Corleone said, then I do not forgive. So that's the uh, the bottom line on that. I don't want to hear, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm disgusted with it. And that's part of the problem of being here. Not to mention this studio where everything is all screwed up, and the engineers are like, whoa, you know, like you really want us to do something? 
We're too busy over here at KISS, and we're too busy at Power 96. We can't be bothered with you guys in there, you schleppers. With your high-rated show, it used to be high-rated, but Duff says 8 to 6 to 4. That sounds like a double play, don't it? <laughs> yeah, from the center fielder to the shortstop to uh, the second baseman. 8 to 6 to 4. I'm going to get to that article if it's the last thing I do. And then we got, um, oh, and also I want to read that, just a couple of pages from the Paul O'Neill book. It's really disappointing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there about, uh, you know, the uh, tax cut and about, uh, you know, what an asshole and uh, scumbag. But it's just, it's basically uh, Paul O'Neill uh, rambling. And about his wife uh, didn't want him to take the job and what he did uh, for Reagan, for uh, Reagan and Nixon and this one and that one. It's it's not very good. It's very highly overtouted. Here's the poll so far, the first one. What's your take on Bush's space proposal? We got 170 votes in, uh, in, in no time at all. I love it if he'll be the first one to go. 47, that was my vote. It's a wag the dog diversion, 42, which is also an excellent choice. You know, Clinton got accused of wagging the dog with the, uh, uh, all the other bullcrap right. with the, uh, Bosnia. Come to find out that we should be worried about stains on blue dresses, not about dead people in Iraq, not about trillion dollar deficits, not about educate, leave uh, every child in the behind. Isn't that what Michael Jackson, he's involved in that too, working for the government in the leave every child in the behind program? What do you expect from a space cadet? 32 said that. How can we possibly afford it? 26. That's an excellent point. You know, Bill Nelson really pissed me off yesterday. He was on the CNN. What an asshole you are, Bill. And he was debating some guy uh, who was talking about how ridiculous, what a waste of money. Some science guy who was saying, we're not going to learn anything. And uh, we can get just as much information by sending, like, the rover and all the auto. There, there's no reason. This is just a political a dog and pony show. That's sure. all. It's so obvious. And uh, Bill Nelson, our Democratic senator from Florida. See, Howard Dean is right, man. Too many of the Democrats are like Republicans in the drag. Right. Yeah, they're like doing the they're doing the Celia Cruz thing. They're running around in drag right out there in public. Anyway, how can we possibly afford it? Twenty six. I'm all for it. It's inspirational. Only twenty three. Only thirteen and a half percent. Of course, those are the Bush lookers. It's inspir. No matter Bush, what what Bush would propose. Oh, that's a great idea. I love it. That's what they would say. Because they're like blind men in a room full of deaf people. Baghdad hotel killings are a result of criminal negligence, says Media Watchdog. Somebody just faxed this in from the Guardian, the UK. A U.S. Army attack on the Palestine Hotel in Baghdad that killed two journalists was the result of criminal negligence, and George Bush's government was partly to blame, said international media watchdog reporter Sans Frontieres. Sans Frontiers? Whatever that is. French. Frogs. Uh, in a report published today, RSF called for the reopening of U.S. Army inquiry into the shelling of a hotel, which was considered a media safe house and the base for most foreign journalists in the Iraq capital during the Gulf War. FCC asked to boost fines against broadcasters for obscenities. There we go. Now we're talking. Bunch of assholes. FCC Com uh, Commission Chairman Michael Powell asked Congress yesterday for a tenfold increase in the amount of fines the panel can levy against broadcasters for indecent or obscene programming. Powell said the maximum current fine of 27500 per incident was not enough to persuade broadcasters to watch their language. Oh, man. Some of these fines are peanuts, he told the National Press Club luncheon. They're just the cost of doing business. That has to change. So let's see, once a tenfold, so in other words, 275 grand instead of 27.5. You think that's going to change infinity's altitude? No. No. But there you go. And, of course, Representative Doug Owens of California, Republican, and Lamar Smith, Republican of Texas, proposed legislation that would ban five words and three phrases from the airwaves, one of those words being asshole. So let's say it a lot while we still can, okay? In fact, it's a good thing we're doing that poll today. Do they have a list of those words and phrases? No, not on there yet. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you can find them somewhere. 
Somebody will find them for us. Oh, no. All of these things here, man, I'll, I'll save these. Otherwise, I'll get way into behind. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. If you look up the word asshole in the dictionary, whose picture will you see next to it? WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. I don't know. I think maybe I'm being the naive one, but uh. Who's being naive now, Kay? I'm just wondering, uh, you know, I don't. With Bush being involved now, I'm like, I don't even believe of this. Uh, they're probably not even on Mars. Did, did you see Capricorn one? No. You probably wouldn't like it because OJ's in it. it. Oh, OJ's in it. I wouldn't see it. If I, I figured that. But you know, it, it's a it's a it's a good movie, and it goes into how the whole conspiracy of landing on Mars or whatever. And I don't even believe they've ever been to the moon. You know, I mean, maybe that's naive, but it just seems like, I don't know. You don't, you don't mean the government would lie to us, do you? Exactly. Oh. I mean, look at the pictures from the moon. You don't see stars in the background of the sky or anything. Wouldn't you see that from the moon? No. I think you would. Not when it's in, in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's my point. Thanks, okay, Neil. Okay, good luck to you, Pally. A little skeptic there. That's Who okay. Who What? Oh, the, the, the moon landing was fake. Uh, people. Are you picking on Art Bell again? Yes. Well, to hell with Art Bell. Oh, somebody just faxed me. U.S. Army war, war College says Iraq War Unnecessary. Didn't we have that on two days ago? Yes, we did. Thank you. Had it on two days ago. Thank you very much. Here's Tricia, a loyal listener, who says, I told you in my first fax, no matter what you do, Mo Howard will never change. He's set in his ways. You're right, Trish. He's crap. I, I'm just, I, I apologize to myself, not to anybody else. I don't have to answer to anybody. I apologize to myself for getting sucked in with that crap. And, and everything could have been fine if he just would have left well enough alone. I didn't agree to, like, be buddy-buddy. I just agreed, like, we'll coexist and everything is fine. He'll promote the show and we'll, like, be, you know, gentlemen. But no, comes in here yesterday for five minutes. Buddy, 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 and just a grouchy. Just, that's just such a grouch. I'm trying to tell him life is too freaking short. Look yourself in the mirror and try to understand why everybody in this building and virtually everywhere you've worked hates you like poison. That's what the bottom line is. And he wasn't even in this morning. I think God was punishing him for pulling off that crap on Tuesday, which all started with him saying, uh, fugue you and fugue the ground you walk on. That's what it really started with. And I said, well, back at you, you know, because I don't back away from anybody, right to their puss. And, but I should have just kept right on walking inside of the elevator and come upstairs here. But no. You know, and he's like instructing me, sit down, sit down. Like, like a, just like a, walk away. Yeah, he, like, he's instructing me to sit down. I don't take instructions from you or anybody else around here, okay? Including Muff sitting in there with his uh, 2468, who do we appreciate? Well, obviously not us, scumbag. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. We'll get this other pool built up here like crazy. How many uh, names do you think we'll have on there? About 5,000 of them. Oh, at least. Although, one's going to win. Not Mo. Nope. W? Yeah. Oh, W? Yeah. Well, you can't call the president an asshole, can you? Only on this show, I think. Yes. Well, that, in fact, Michael Powell said on the Neil right. Rogers show, you can. For the next five minutes. For and, Well, until we uh, do something about it. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. You drudge packing. Asshole. Asshole. Wayne Heinzinger's such an asshole. Absolutely. He yelled that bandage, that greedy turd. Because he wouldn't take a shower with Hank Goldberg. Asshole, asshole. Oh. Each Wayne Heinzinger's such an asshole. He's just like Hitler, 
and Ava Braun. What's that he's pounding on? He's a real risk taker. You asshole. Eleven oh one at five sixty. Somebody faxes one of our, I guess, our most chronic faxer of all. This one, and says, "If asshole be uh, soon banned, please in honor of the biggest asshole, play the Wayne Huizenga asshole song. I surely would miss uh, the top, uh, this top ten hit. Also put him on the list, and we did. I got a, a short list here. I'm starting myself before we get to the creative audience. If you look up the word asshole in the dictionary, whose picture would you see next to it? Matt Drudge, George W. Bush." Neil Rogers, George Rodriguez, Mo Howard David, and Wayne Huizenga. That's my short list. that a good start? Excellent. Absolutely. Good start. And this fax, this is so typical of South Florida, so sad. Neil, keep up the good work. They won't be saying that after I read this. Neil, check out this website and uh, johnbuchanan.org. He's running for president as a Republican. He's from Miami. He's exposing the truth about Bush. I mean, huh? so, so typical. Yeah. So, And, of course, who do you think this is from? Mm-hmm. John Buchanan, probably. <laughs> yeah. No. No one would ever do that. No. Just like our good friend, the traffic guy, Dave Slater. Remember when he was running for mayor sure. and he, uh, they wouldn't even talk to him and he was trying to use the manipulate. I mean, good guy, but try to use me in this show to, like, uh, pump up a non-existent candidacy. How many votes did he get? About 30, yeah. man. I mean, just leave me alone already, will you? Stop trying to use me no. like, uh, oh, they won't leave me no. alone. Well, Mo, leave me alone, you schmuck. Seriously, I don't, I'm not looking for any confrontation with him, and I'm sure he'll go ballistic on you. I don't care. I don't give a crap what you say. It doesn't, it doesn't interest me. You are what you are. And you just, you say, you spoil the whole thing. Everything was fine. Come in here grumbling and mumbling and ripping this one and that one. You don't like anybody, and maybe that's why nobody likes you. Maybe that's the bottom line. If you don't like anybody, why the hell should they like you? The only person you like is whoever you, whoever's ear you got at the time. That's what it boils down to. See what I'm saying? So he got me to sit down on that bench and like, butter-beep, butter-boop, butter-boop, yeah, well, screw it. Screw you. Philly pastor convicted of soliciting sex. I'll be goddamn. Oh, see, can't say that either. Better get him all in there next few months. A Philadelphia pastor who has condemned homosexuality and was known for using a bullhorn to preach at pastors by colleges was convicted of soliciting sex from a teenager. All right, that's the best news right. I've heard in years. Jurors deliberated for three and a half hours yesterday before convicting the Reverend Craig Stephen White of criminal solicitation to commit involuntary deviant sexual intercourse and related offenses. Too bad he didn't hook up with Screwan. White, 40, who faces a minimum three-year prison term on the most serious charge, showed no reaction. His mother wept and said, He's innocent! He's innocent! Defense attorney Robert Donatoni said he was disappointed but not surprised. This was a very difficult case for anybody, said Donatoni who suggested that the teenager was mistaken, confused, or just seeking attention. The charges stem from a stop white made in Westchester in June when he asked a 14-year-old boy for direction for erections. The boy, said White, also asked him about strip, club, strip clubs or adult book or video stores, later came back and offered him $20 to take part in sexual activity. I'll be goddamn. What have I always said about the finger pointers, the fag baiters, faggots, closet people, every one of them? White denied making any sexual proposition. He said he asked directions to a video store because he wanted to buy the movie Shrek for his children. 
He was just looking for some Drek a Shrek. White has preached on campuses against homosexuality and atheists, using a bullhorn to rile up students about fornicators, whores, and sodomites. He started a Temple University campus group called Soldiers for Christ, worked at a youth ministry in Gloucester County, New Jersey, began the Philadelphia Gospel Outreach Center in North Philadelphia, and was enough of a fixture on the U uh, University of Pennsylvania campus that the chaplain's office held a panel discussion about his methods in 1998. You know what his methods are? Oh, I know. He gets on his knees and he opens up his mouth. Now, moving on to the next one. Mary Hanford, mother of Senator Dole, dies. In honor of that, we ought to play uh, one of those Bobby Dole bits. We will. Play the good one. Which one is that? Uh, bum Hand. Robert Dole's Bum Hand. Is that in there? Sure. Get out of here. It's in there. Are you sure? Positive. Trust me. No, it's not. Robert maybe Dole it, loses in maybe there. Maybe it's under Bob Dole's. <laughs> Bob Dole for something. Uh, I'm sure it's not in there. Oh, I know what it's called. What is it called? Come on, George. It's only a seven-hour show. What is it called? By the way, Mad Dog's been kidnapped. He won't be on today. Anybody believe it? So, like I said, I don't know what it's called. But I, I know it's in there. No, it's not. We played it off the disc, and I don't think I think the disc is in Toronto. Mine is anyway. It's in my it's in my DCS. <laughs> it's in mine, and it's called Robert Dole's Bum Hand or something like that. But you look for it while I read this. Mary Hanford, a civic leader and mother of U.S. Senator Elizabeth Dole, has died. She was 102. Hanford, who lived to see her daughter elected North Carolina's first female senator in November, died late yesterday at Rowan Medical Regional Medical Center. She had an absolutely wonderful life. Her son, John Hanford, told these South. She was 102. Jesus. Wow. Dole, who married Kansas Senator Bob Dole in the 70s, served as a cabinet secretary in the Reagan and Bush administrations. She was uh, Robert Dole, the senator's mother, your mama. So there you go. Let's see. How about oh, for the poll? It's just another way to subsidize his buddies in corporate America, take care of the aerospace buddies. Well, that's obvious. We know that. Let's see. The following is a report by the Army War College. Hey, David. David, let me say it again. We had that on days ago. Days ago. Thank you very much. But we had it on days ago. The Army War College's thing about the war in Iraq was totally bogus. We had it on, but thanks for uh, a pile. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Jim Mandich at two unless he gets kidnapped. <clears throat> the Humper at uh, uh, Crystal Palace, unless he gets suspended before 4 o'clock. Hurricane Hotline at Tony Rome is at 7. The Big oh! at 8 o'clock tonight, unless he uh, dies. Eddie K at 10, unless he loses uh, cab money to get here. And Joe and Mark overnight. Unless somebody makes Joe an offer, he can't refuse. Boy, that thing with Joe Rose this morning, that was so it was so sad. So sad, Bo. Don't pick on Bodo. He's too big. He's bigger than the Bodos. Okay, let's uh, change this poll. Let's get with the other one, okay? There's no sense leaving us on, Bill. No, we got, we got the adrift, right? Sure. Well, the other one's more fun, something they can right. stick their teeth into. They don't like this crap. It's a little too pseudo-intellectual. Who the hell gives a crap about the moon and the Martians? What's your take on Bush's space proposal, which he unveiled yesterday? Breathtakingly, other than we all knew about it. 237 votes. That's enough. I love it if he'll be the first to go. 65. It's a wag-the-dog diversion, 59. What do you expect from a space cadet, 41? How can we possibly afford it, 40? That's an excellent question, but don't confuse him with the facts. What's, you know, another 400, 500 billion when we already got these right. trillion-dollar deficits? Got a great credit card. And I'm all for it. It's inspirational, only 32. That same 13.5% stubborn, no matter what he says. If he says, go in the backyard, squat, <clears throat> take a big dump out there, then they'll be squatting, with or without their pantaloons on. Now, wait till you hear this article. I better do the break. What break? 
Hey, this sales department here, you're another bunch, man. It's a good thing I'm here to kick some ass. Well, this place is just coming apart at the seams. And, of course, Clarence and Muff, they're, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? He's picking on us again. What are we going to do? A yeah. couple of emotional cripples is what we got there. I'm so whipped up, I may even talk about that thing on the air. No, no, I won't. Huh? You know what I'm talking about. We yeah, know, I do. We know something the audience doesn't. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to get anybody upset. Nine minutes after 11 at 560, I'll guarantee you, you're upset if you wake up in the morning and you feel like you haven't had any sleep at all. And the reason probably is, unless you work here, the reason probably is because your mattress blows. It's headed. It's worn out. And that means it's time to get you a great new mattress from Dollar Mattress. Celebrate the new year in comfort with a great new name brand mattress at an unbeatable price from Dollar Mattress. Call them right now. Dollar Mattress is proud to have added Stearns and Bananas Foster to their already unbeatable strong championship lineup. Stearns and Foster is the finest mattress in the universe, and now you can sleep on one tonight by calling 1-800-MATTRESS. And, of course, Dollar Mattress carries all the other top names, too, like Tempur-Pedic, King Coil, Sealy, Serta, Simmons. they got them all. Choose from dozens and dozens of models at low everyday discount prices, or as Wayne would say, they got jillions of models. Only Dollar Mattress lets you choose a two-hour delivery with, uh, that meets your uh, schedule any day, seven days a week from 8 in the morning till 10 at night. In other words, when you're going to be home, you want them there like between 1 and 3 this afternoon, they'll be there. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's a picnic to see why Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in customer satisfaction. So do the smart thing like just about everybody at QM is doing now, even some folks who aren't all that smart. Call them toll-free at 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or online. Check them out at mattress.com. at 560 WQAM. So what do we got on the poll so far? If you look up the word asshole in the dictionary, whose picture will you see next to it? Matt Drudge, George W. Bush, Neil Rogers, George Rodriguez, Mo Howard David, Wayne Huizenga, and Ralph Nader. The reason Nader's on there, somebody faxed in. I'd like to nominate, uh, uh, this is from Tucker, Chronic Tucker, Mother Tucker. 
Nominate Ralph uh, Nader for your asshole poll. If it wasn't, if he wasn't a selfish asshole, they could get in. Uh, he could be uh, what? How could he, in good conscience, split the vote and enable Bush to win the election? Excellent point, Tucker. Put on that bow tie straight. Five six seven oh five. Now let's see. I put that thing on there. It's already up. I voted for Matt Drudge, and here's one of the many reasons why. Column by Michelangelo Signorelli, another uh, queen, but at least he's out. Can you imagine the owners of the New York Times or the Los Angeles Times or Cleveland's plain dealer pining out loud for the mass extinction of an entire group of people? Let's say they envisioned the incineration of all gays, claiming it was God's plan, and had words posted on the web. At the very least, sensation stalker Matt Drudge would link the comments immediately, rightly whipping it into a major story. His zeal for fomenting scandals involving liberals would certainly overpower his obsessive fear that people might think he's gay just for defending gays. As if the rest of the world still doesn't know he's gay, even after David Brock's uh, fugue buddies revelations and Jeanette Wall's interviews with his former boyfriends. Drudge's yeah. openly gay compatriot, Andrew Sullivan, would no doubt take up the cause as well, attacking those nasty homophobe publishers on the left, railing on his website about what hypocrites liberals are. But if the paper in question is an influential conservative daily one that pumps up both of these right-wing gas bags regularly and one that publishes Sullivan's work, then the rantings and ravings of its demagogic owner don't seem to matter. There will be a purge on God's orders, and evil will be eliminated like shadows, the Unification Church leader, Reverend Sun Myung Moon, the owner and primary funder of money-losing right-wing Washington Times, said last week, the comments were posted online by Reverend Moon's webmaster and picked up by my blogger, John Kornfeld. Gays will be eliminated. The three Israels will unite. If not, then they will be burned. We don't know what kind of world God will bring, but this is what happens. It'll be greater than the communist purge, but all at God's orders. This isn't the first time this madman, who owns UPI as well, has thundered against gays and others. You may remember these ditties from the Moody in Chief, which I reported last year. America is the kingdom of extreme individualism, the kingdom of free sex, the country that represents Satan's harvest is America. Homosexual and those who go after free sex are less than animals. If you misuse your love organ, you destroy your life, your nation, your world. If you stay away from having children, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. You're bound to go somewhere else. You can call it hell. These diatribes haven't stopped Washington conservatives from getting in bed with Moon, whose goal is to create a global theocracy a la Muslim fundamentalist and elevating his and his paper's stature in return for a cold hard cash for themselves and for their movement. George Herbert Walker Bush took a hundred grand from him in 1996 for a speaking engagement, praising the Washington Times as a paper that, in my view, brings sanity to Washington, D.C. After Bush called Moon the man with vision, the Reverend gave him a million dollars for his presidential library. Contrary to the claims of the paper's defenders on the right, a former editor re reported recently that Moon has much more involvement in the paper than he and his apologists lead people to believe. Last June, Moon, who believes he's the Messiah, launched a special media training for church leaders with the Times staff. The paper's editorial page editor, former Newt Gingrich aide Tony Blankley, a man who tries to come off as a sane and reasoned if staunchly conservative individual, even though he works for a crackpot cultist, is all over the talk show uh, circuit, an example of how much influence in the Washington Times is beyond its relatively small circulation. On C-SPAN last week, Blankley referred to Wall Street Journal as having the nation's other in influential conservative newspaper editorial page, clearly noting how seriously his paper is taken in the corridors of power. It's sleazy enough that a conservative would work for Moon and ignore his dark and courageous agenda, but how on earth could a gay writer take a check from a man who can't wait to see him thrown into an oven? Andrew Sullivan has reveled in his own idiotic claim that after 9-11, certain liberals, because they didn't agree with George W. Bush's policies, represented a fifth column supporting Osama bin Laden. 
Meanwhile, here he is on the payroll of a guy who'd like to see the mass extinction of his own people. Sullivan likes to think of himself as a gay rights activist. That's actually how the New York Magazine described him recently, but he only seems to activate when the targets are liberals. Bill Clinton gets the Sullivan Hatcher treatment for signing the Defense of Marriage Act, while the grossly homophobic Unification Church's leader gets a weekly column from him in return for a few bucks to keep Sullivan's increasingly lackluster and predictable web page afloat. Equally duplicitous is the sexually circumspect drudge who draws credibility from the Washington Times' numerous references and vice versa. He spent the better part of last week trying to frame liberals as belittling the Nazis in the Holocaust. For days he stoked a bogus story pushed by the Republican National Committee and the Wall Street Journal that claimed that the group MoveOn.org had created TV ads comparing Bush to Hitler. When the ads were gone from the group's website, the right-wingers claimed they had scored another victory as when they got cowardly CBS to ban the Reagans. In fact, the ads were not sponsored by MoveOn.org, but were entries in a contest the group sponsored, Bush in 30 Seconds, in which participants created ads illustrating the Bush administration's dismal failures. More than 1,500 entries came in, including two ads comparing Bush to Hitler, and all were available on the site for viewing. Neither of the overwrought, tasteless Hitler ads did well with the members who voted, and neither creators progressed as finalists in the uh, contest. Celebrity judges will, uh, chose a winner from the finalists, and that's why they and hundreds of others that didn't make the cut were no, no longer available on the site, not because of any sort of pressure campaign. Drudge and company were nonetheless successful in spinning their lies into the mainstream press, with the lazy Judy Woodruff and others at CNN only too willing to report the RNC's talking points as objective news. Funny how Drudge blew up a fake story and expressed outrage about Bush being compared to a genocidal dictator, but then didn't find it newsworthy to link the comments of a powerful newspaper owner, cult leader, and Bush family pal, who's actually calling for genocide, of Drudge's own kind, no less. Maybe Moon had told Drudge and Sullivan that they'll be spared on Judgment Day, or maybe they just don't give a schmidt about anybody but themselves. What a great column by wow. uh, Michael Signorelli. Yeah, he don't pull any punches, that queen. I mean, so there you go. That's why I voted for Miss uh, Fudge on our asshole poll. Oh, look at that. You're right. I think he's off to the races already. If you, we got 35 quick votes on that poll. If you look up the word asshole in the dictionary, whose picture will you see next to it? George W. Bush, 19. Wayne Huizinga, 5. Miss Drudge, 3. Neil Rogers, 2. George Rodriguez, 2. Mo Howard David, 2. And Ralph Nader, 2. And now we need a lot more names for that poll. Don't let me forget that uh, couple of pages from this book. Very disappointing. I don't want the, the van guy to feel bad because I really appreciate his buying the book, but. After all the big hype, you know? Well, just think how bad you would have felt if you'd paid for it. Oh! Like I said, thanks again a lot. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Joe Rose is being held captive by the Moonies. That's why he wasn't on today and won't be on again tomorrow. WQAM, hello. Hi, I want to talk to Neil? Yes, sir, speaking. Neil? Yes. How you doing? Okay. This doesn't sound like Neil. Well, I'll do my best to try to... Oh, there you go. Yeah. Now you sound like you. I'm okay. To... All right. Uh, I want to get your opinion on this uh, new Bush in, uh, insanity. Wants to spend a billion dollars to promote heterosexual marriage. Yeah, we got an article on our website about that today. That's uh, idiotic. I, I was hoping you... Okay, I was just hoping to get your opinion because I love hearing your opinion about things like this. Well, I mean, what what is there to say? The whole, the whole thing is so ridiculous and uh, it's just, uh, you know, another waste of money. Another one of these... Uh, the, the great moralizers are going to tell us how to live and what to do. It's uh, We have a very lengthy uh, article on that on our website today. Oh, I was listening to, I don't know, I think it's uh, NPR yesterday night, and they had some sort of, uh, it was really boring, this uh, this county meeting where they're discussing all of our uh, debts that we need to, you know, to work on and all the, yeah. the projects that we have to work on for our Sounds public boring. schools. And uh, th there's a billion dollars that we need to spend on a project to get our schools fixed. Right. Uh, why not spend a billion to actually 
get those projects done. What, no, no, that's not what, 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 that's not what God wants uh, the Bushmeister to do, man. It's just, it's just amazing. So I just wanted to get your comment. There you go. What, what's to say? Why should it surprise anybody? Well, we, we, we got his brother, the governor here, who's got his uh, religious jail up there. When he's got uh, Jesus, is going to bring re rehab all those prisoners. Well, what do you expect? Well, go go uh, heterosexual uh, marriage. Okay. Go Bush. See ya. Go Bush. Grab that Bush. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. WQM. Hello. Yeah. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. You got to put that that phony junkie uh, Rush Limbaugh uh, for sure. Okay. Listen. Uh, you know about the uh, the of course the uh, the freeze in the Northeast. Yesterday yeah. in CBS News, they had people on the street. You know, they were uh, saying, "I'm dying, I'm so cold," mm -hmm. and they asked Lieberman. He said, "It's refreshing." What does that mean? I don't know. Refreshing <laughs> of what? I don't know. The, the the cold weather in the new in the New England was refreshing. Mm -hmm. Well, if, if you let the Orthodox Jews handle it, they'll warm it up well, for Well, of course, he's got a little thing on his head. They'll cover it up with a talus. Right. Okay, Neil. Okay, amigo. Hasta que. Arrivederci. 5670560, pound 5. You know, nobody's even talking about Julie Berman no, no. more. He got no. He got no chance. Yeah, but he never had any chance. Yeah, that little horse race thing. He hasn't even the... got a Chinaman's chance. Carol Mosley Brown, she pulled out today, endorsed Howard Dean. And let me say it again. Howard Dean, just when we thought he was slipping a little bit and maybe disappointing quite a bit there in some of those debates, last night, great campaign speech in Iowa. It was on C-SPAN. I watched the entire thing. He kicked some serious ass. He had Rob Reiner there in the background. He had uh, Tom Harkin. And he had, uh, what's his name, Martin Sheen. Excellent. Martin Sheen, the make-believe president, was in the background, who looks a little uh, old. Old? Well, wow. It's going to happen. Without the makeup on, I guess. He just turned only 95. He ain't so old. WQAM. QAM on line one. It's working today, and you're still on there, but uh, it never, almost never happens. WQAM, hello. Uh, yeah, can I talk to Neil? Speaking. Huh? Speaking. Is it Neil? Yes, sir. WQAM, hello. Uh, okay, now I don't have time to waste with you idiots, okay? We don't know how to make a phone call. Having to spend 30 seconds. Is it Neil? Yeah. Oh, no, it ain't Neil. Okay, oh, it's not Neil. Uh, how, how many, how many, uh, zillion, how weeks many now, hours months. have we wasted? We got crap on this show just in just the last few weeks. If somebody, yeah, just, just say something, talk. okay? If somebody is honoring and dignifying you enough to even answer the phone, just speak your peace, baby, while you still can before they outlaw these conversations. WQAM, hello? WQAM, hello? Kaka! WQAM? Yes, uh, Neil Rogers. Please. Speaking, yes. Neil, yes. Uh, I was wondering if you happened to see John Stewart's show last night. I don't watch John Stewart's show ever. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, he did a pretty good job last night. What uh -huh. was funny is to hear uh, Rumsfeld backpedaling and trying to talk about uh, how Bush had no plans to go into Iraq and everything and how he admires Bush's brain and everything, which mm -hmm. is a joke in itself. Yeah. And it was just uh, very funny to hear when somebody's backpedaling, as Bush is always doing, or Rumsfeld trying to stick up for the fool, uh what a liar sounds like when they're trying to uh, make up things kind of as they go along. They don't sound so articulated when they're when they're uh, backpedaling like mm -hmm. that. I just uh, wanted to say thank you. Well, if, for... if the media would put their feet to the fire, you know, for once, but they just won't do it. In fact, poor Ted Kennedy was on there this morning, and the only way he even got his points across is he just kept talking. He wouldn't shut up, which was great. I, I think you're doing a fantastic yes, job, and, and, and keep educating these people to what's really going on in this country, and hopefully... Uh, We'll get it right in this election and get this guy out of here. Vote early and often, man. You bet. See ya. Thank you.
Welcome. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. If you look up the word asshole in the dictionary, whose picture will you see next to it? 32 votes for George W. Bush. He's an asshole. George Rodriguez, 9. He's an asshole. Wayne Huizinga, 8. He's an asshole. Neil Rogers, 5. I'm an asshole. Matt Drudge, 4. He's got a big asshole. Mo Howard David at 4. Wow. And Ralph Nader, 4. Out of the first 66 votes. Uh-oh, 66. You know what comes after that? No. 67. Oh. WQ, WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Who won that vote yesterday with the best character? Archie Bunker won by two over Homo Simpson. I can't believe nobody said uh, Ralph Cramden. He would have won it by he, landslide. He was on. He would then not won a lot. He was on there. He didn't win by landslide. He had a few. Oh, you're kidding me. We don't mess around, man. We get them all on there. Anyway, in closing, Bush is God. Yeah, okay, great. Five six seven oh five to see everybody but it fits right in with the rest of his comments. Fits right he's Bush is God. Praise Bush like Jesus. Get on your knees, praise Bush. You know, when he talks in this meeting about how disengaged in this book rather, about how disengaged Bush was in all those cabinet meetings mm-hmm. and about how he's just worried about the cheeseburgers, you, you you could have this guy you could have the videotape of it with his oh Bush is God. Sir, you're an idiot. You're just, you're pathetic. There's nothing anybody's going to say to you to convince you of the truth. All these people that are human sacrifices, this, this man is a butcher. Yeah. And like I said before, he was bitching about the butcher of Baghdad. We got the butcher of Washington as your president who stole the election right in front of your eyes. Right in broad daylight. Right in front of your puss. Stole it. And now it's like a, it's like a joke. <laughs> yeah, big joke. It might have been a, a little bit of a joke had he not been quite so malignant. Right. If you catch my drift. If he'd only been maybe getting blowjobs. In fact, I mean, what, I would, would, you, what would you rather have? That's a good pull. What would you rather have? A president getting a few blowjobs and maybe a stain on some bitch's blue dress or maybe a killing a whole bunch of people and making up lies to the American public so he and his neocons can fight their war and get that oil? Sex bad, violence good. How about if you have some oil on your dress? Oh, and, and I remember that young punk that called me several months ago, like back in about April or May. Back in the early days, just about when that the big Iraq attack was going on and wrapping all up, so we were told, and saying, thank you, Mr. President, for the cheap oil, uh, gas prices. Right. He was just rubbing his legs together, thinking, oh, this is going to be great. We'll have all that Iraqi oil. Gas is going to be like 20 cents a gallon. Uh-huh. Uh, they're saying now this summer maybe three bucks a gallon, eh? Oh, thank you, Mr. President, for those expensive gas prices. Huh? Thanks for another good gas. <laughs> Speaking of gas, that's what you get from some of those... Uh, Supplement drinks. Oh, man. Some of them are chalky. They taste awful. But Interex Diabetic is a truly delicious meal replacement drink that happens to be great. It's made for people with diabetes, but anybody who's like uh, trying to restrict their sugar intake can drink it and enjoy it. Enterex Diabetics, sweetened with Splenda, which is made from sugar, so you have no a- a nasty aftertaste like you get with aspartame and saccharin. You know, I think Duff wrote that fax that we got yesterday about uh, Rush Limbaugh and all that stuff. Recommended by doctors for people who can't sacrifice some proper nutrition just because they're in a hurry. You're going to love Enterex Diabetic. It's a completely balanced nutritional supplement that gives you all the essential vitamins and minerals needed for a healthy life, plus fiber and antioxidants, yet it's low in saturated fat and cholesterol, too. Enterex Diabetic is also gluten-free and lactose-free. An 8-ounce can provides you with 237 calories of easily digested nutrition. You try Enterex Diabetic once, you'll never go back to that other garbage you were drinking before. You can pick it up all over town now. More and more people are grabbing it. Grab it at Publix, Walgreens, Eckerd's, Navarro, Sedano, CVS, other local pharmacies. And the uh, makers of this product are so sure you're going to love Anorex Diabetic. They're giving away free full-size samples in vanilla or chocolate to anybody who calls their toll-free number. 1-866-368-3739. 
or faster yet, order for yourself on the web at www.enterexdiabetic.com. Just click on for free samples. Be sure to mention Neil told you to call because you'll get an additional special gift as well. Here's that toll-free number. Try it. You'll like it. 1-866-368-3739. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. They were a Danish band who poked fun at one of America's cultural icons. Hey, who said the f Danish have a right to do that? They were Aqua. Singer Lenin Neustrom, who played Barbie in the band's famous video, spoke to us through an interpreter. Yes, Even though you only know us for Barbie Girl, we were quite popular at home. We once won a Danish Grammy. Whoa, a Danish Grammy. wonder what that award ceremony was like. And thine winner is... Aqua. Thank you. But winning lame-ass foreign awards is not all Aqua is known for. They were also sued by American toy maker Mattel, who owns the Barbie trademark. A Mattel spokesman spoke to us through an interpreter. Those okay, he's saying, those how dare they things up with this, those old. Barbie is ours, you Aqua. But Mattel lost the case. A victory for Aqua. They spoke to us through an interpreter. I, I believe that's nya 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 nya. Aqua. Those wacky Danish. Do they even know we named the breakfast food after them? It's a big, juicy, shopping wet look at show business. Tonight, on Inside the Behind. 1134-560, WQM, the Mad Dog at 2, the Humper from the, um, where is he in the Bahamas at Crystal Palace at 4. Uh, Bush plans $1.5 billion drive for promotion of marriage. It's on our website. Administration officials say they're planning an extensive election year initiative to promote marriage, that's heterosexual marriage, of course, especially of course. among low-income couples, and they're weighing whether President Bush would promote the plan next week in a State of the Union address. For months, administration officials have worked with conservative groups on the proposal, conservative groups, which would provide at least $1.5 billion, here comes the bunny and there goes your money, for training to help couples develop interpersonal skills that sustain healthy marriages. It's a damn good thing that the Greeks and Romans didn't have those. The officials said they believed the measure was especially timely because they were facing pressure from conservatives eager to see the federal government defend traditional marriage after the decision by the highest court in Massachusetts that ruled in November that gay couples had a right to marry under that state's constitution. This is a way for the president to address the concerns of conservatives and to solidify his conservative fascist right-wing base, a presidential advisor said. All those getchkeys. So, uh, several conservative Christian advocacy groups are pressing Mr. Bush to go further and use the State of the Union address to champion a constitutional amendment prohibiting same-sex marriage. Leaders of these groups said they were confused by what they saw as the administration's hedging and hesitation concerning an amendment. And by the way, uh, I, I think we screwed it up because I sent it, I sent the wrong address and never got to Eric a couple of days ago. The story about Dick Cheney says he would he would support a constitutional amendment banning same-sex marriage, even though his daughter, mm. of course, is a well-known dyke. How do you like that? There's Jeff Cohen in here sucking around for more uh, free earplugs. No ponytail. Yeah, he did, he dumped the ponytail a long time ago. Would you, uh, would you get with it? No, I'm out of touch. He still looks like the same to me. I tried to tell you, man. You won't listen to me. I tried to tell you people. i got to get out of this town. Can't stand it. 
All these people, but nobody, nobody will listen to you. It's not just me. Nobody will listen to anybody who makes sense. Am I right? Yeah. Try to tell them I live right out there, man. I told you, don't do it. Don't. With you, with your help on the radio, and then try to like lay it off on me, you know. Blow it out your ass, Jeff. So anyway, there's the story about Bush and his another billion and a half, billion and a half here, four or five hundred billion for going to the Mars and the Moon. The sky's the limit. Just like uh, not. Howard Dean is saying, yeah, the sky, uh, beyond the sky, <laughs> out there in the sky, Pluto's the limit to the end of Uranus. On a credit card for all your grandchildren and great-grandchildren, they're going to be paying for all of this debt for a zillion years to come. Or like Wayne would say, a jillion years. Here you go. This is good. You got any tickets for that playoff consolation game between the Browns and Dolphins? All you want, man. You can have your own section. Five six seven oh five sixty. We put Rush Limbaugh on there, but I don't think uh, you sent it to uh, Eric, who's not listening. Let me make sure. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't want to like go through this again with him today because he's whining and complaining. Oh, you know, again, he's acting up again, and we're trying to get Josh uh, Curtis to take all of this off his hands. In fact, maybe Josh could just take over the whole website. I mean, Eric's been doing a fabulous job, but you know, enough is enough already. It's one thing to have a labor of love; it's another thing to like you know get overburdened with it, right? I mean, love is great, but too much love is not. Just ask Grant; she'll tell you. Becomes a pain in the ass. Especially that Skippy, she said, man, oh, man, she said, you wouldn't believe that thing. If you look up the word asshole in the dictionary, in fact, we ought to put Jeff Cohen on there. He's an asshole. He wouldn't listen to me. Got greedy. What happens to people when they get greedy? They get burned. They get burned. All Look at his fingers, man. Look at all the singe. Or maybe that's just uh, that wicked weed. All that crap on the end of his fingers. What have you been smoking, Jeff? Anything good? Bring, bring us uh, some here. Paul Mall. Paul Malls? Unfiltered. He's been smoking Paul in the mall. That's what I heard. Anyway, George W. Bush is an asshole, say 63. If you look up the word, his picture will be next to it. Oh, whatever happened to that uh, great uh, George Washington the Bush thing we had? What's that? It was on our website. You you emailed it to me in Toronto a few days ago. Yeah. Didn't you ever send it to Eric? I sent it to both of you. I don't think it did it ever make it on our website. I don't know. I don't know. I See, again, see, there's just too much stuff for him to do, and he's got so much food to eat. Wayne Huizinga is in a distant second place with 15. The battle appears to be for second place. It's a place photo. George Rodriguez, 13. Neil Rogers, 9. I'm an asshole. I sure am for And Look at that. Mo Howard David, 9. I, I think there's something symbolic there. Matt Drudge, 9. She's an asshole. And Ralph Nader, 7 out of 125 votes. Long way to go. And we'll take many, many more suggestions for this poll. How about Rush? We're going to get him on there? I uh, sent the email. <laughs> he'll be on there, and he'll move up fast. I know. That's a, When we give a handicap, in fact, I think this would be good. We've had some other ones where nobody could touch Rush, but right. I think that W and Rush will be in a neck-and-neck, nose-to-nose, right-wing battle, right off the right-hand side. Of the, and Miss Fudge ought to be up there, too, man. What if a, they only knew. What a marriage made in purgatory, that self-hating faggot. Hope you're listening this morning, Matt. Matt, time to get out of bed, Matt. Time to wash that thing off. WQAM. WQAM, Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. You know that caller who said Bush is God? Yeah. Well, it's no uh, surprise why he liked Ralph Cram, that they both want to send somebody to the moon. They both what? They both want to send somebody to the moon. Right, that's right. Hey, can I ask George a question? Sure, go ahead. George, when you lived in Kalispell, were you of drinking age? I didn't live in Kalispell. I lived in Libya, and uh, yes. Oh. Uh, did you ever go to Kalispell? Sure, all the time to McDonald's. <laughs> I want to have drive to McDonald's and play video games and then drive That's home. what I do. When I'm in a mood for a Mickey D's, I go to Two Egg. Did you ever visit Moose's Saloon? All the time. Oh, uh, not place. all the time. Been there. Great place. That's Almost all. got laid in Kalispell. 
I bet he didn't know Rustin Moose Syracuse, though. Have a great day, pal. Get out of here. Kill me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. I feel so much better now that I like uh, unloaded that mo stuff, you know, that baggage. Unloaded some mo stuff. I loaded some mo stuff this morning, right in the bowl. Smell just like mo. No, no, seriously, I'm not. I'm not playing that game. And I admit that it's weak. Uh, sometimes I'm a weakling, because generally speaking, I'm a pretty nice guy. I don't, I don't like uh, being hostile with people. But uh, he's just an asshole, man. He's he's just impossible. And he'll go on there, well, I thought uh, I knew this was going to happen, and he's a uh, son of a bitch. I don't care what you say, okay? Because in this building, it's unanimous. It's like the, you know, the woman says, oh, the whole army is out of step except my son. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. The whole world can't possibly be out of step, and you're the one that's in line, goose-stepping along. Five, six, seven, look at those phones flashing frantically here on Screenless 2004. We do, of course, we got to do the break, so you just, you know, wait. Cool your heels. We'll get to you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to you. We got to fit all these spots in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice job by the sales department. You know, if the sales department was spending much time selling spots, as Scarandas on her back back there in the other room, we'd really have some uh, something on the log here. She said she had a log this morning. Yeah. Skippy said he wrote his name on it. Twenty till noon at five sixty WQAM. Let me tell you, if your car is like uh, you know, of Taurus, as they say in uh, e Ethiopia. What do they call Ethiopia now? Ethiopia. Oh. EF Tarrant Auto Repair is the place you have to take. You don't have to go all the way to Mesopotamia. They're at 5083 North Federal Highway, just a mile and a half north of Sample Road in Pompano Beach. At EF Tarrant Auto Repair, experience the difference that experience makes. All EF mechanics are ASE certified technicians. They've got uh, up to date with all the latest technology, and most have been with the EF team for nearly 20 years. In fact, the EF team has got over 200 combined years of experience. No job is too big or too small for EF, from a blown fuse to a blown engine. From a 73 Toyota to an 04 Bentley, EF Tarrant Auto Repair does it all. All jobs are meticulously double-checked for accuracy by the shop foreman. Every car is cleaned upon completion of the work. EF honors most extended warranties, offer wide-await service on most of your repairs, too. You can't beat them. At EF Tarrant Auto Repair, they treat you great. They're at 5083 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Ask about their 90-day same-as-cash-to-interest credit card when you call them at 954-426-9926. That's 954-426-9926. Be sure and tell them that perverted O'Neill sent you by because they'll be real happy. Put a big smile on their puss if you mention my name at EF Tarrant Auto Repair. Nationally recognized as one of the most successful auto repair facilities in the entire U.S. of A. People you can trust. At EF, their motto is nobody cares more and nobody nowhere will work harder to earn your business. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. With a wiggle, with a wiggle when he walks, sways with a wiggle when he walks. What is love? It is Lewis and his ponytail. The cutest ponytail that sways with a wiggle when he walks. What is love? Woody Graver and his ponytail. The cutest ponytail that sways with a wiggle. What is love? It's Jeff Cohen and his ponytail. The cutest ponytail that sways with a wiggle when he walks. Sways with a wiggle, with a wiggle when he walks. Sways with a wiggle when he walks. 
Okay, 14 till uh, noon at 560 WQM. Here's my close personal friend, Jeff Cohen. Just grab a hold of that thing and yank it a little bit. You should be used to that. Neil, nice to have you wow. back. <clears throat> you know, How's that, after better? all of this time, don't you think we could get like a real microphone in here? I know that we'll no. start up again. We just uh, got the computer on the way, but that, that thing is such a piece of crap. That's the one they actually stuck here for a while, right? Right. That real tinny piece of crap. Yes. You sound like a pansy. It look, well. No, seriously, it, it's real nice. tinny. But it's shiny. Like it, it, it looks good. If it sounded as good as it looked, you'd sound like Walter Cron or Cronchite. Well, can't you use all those buttons and give me some balls? No. Okay. Use the ball button. Here, give me some yeah. balls. Uh, no, we could uh, actually, Jeff Cohen of the Pizza Loft in uh, Davie. Davie, University Drive, the one and only. Between uh, 595 and Griffin Road, where things yes, are still going strong, and that's all that needs to be said about that. Right. And you were just telling me, because I, I was I'm watching, they just had another piece on CNN about the low-carb thing. Right, yeah, we're working on a... Uh... It's just amazing, though. Yeah. After my good buddy, Dr. Bobby Atkins, had that bad slip and fall and croaked, and uh, now all of a sudden, man, it's like uh, it's everywhere. You, right. uh, you go to the bathroom, and there's a thing on your toilet that says, oh, oh low-carb low dump only. You know? Well, what it was is everybody's found a way to make money on it, so now right. everybody's on the bandwagon. Right. In the beginning, well, plus, it was him and his book. Plus, it's better for you, and they finally right. said, but you know what, this won't kill you. Yeah, but even when it was better for you, when, when people couldn't make money at it, you right. didn't hear about it. Nobody cared, right. right? Exactly. Now that Subway can exploit it, and now that you can, I mean, right. <laughs> so Jeff's going to put a low-carb menu on along with his other uh, pasta and regular stuff, which is going to have like whole wheat pastas and... Right. We, we and what, about, what about veal? We're, everything. We're going to have a, a separate dish. Like you could get chicken parmesan now, with no you, breading. Are you going to uh, use uh, low-carb sauces? I'm, I'm checking with the wholesalers on that. But listen even the sauce that we use doesn't me. have hardly please, any carb in it. Please listen to me. Yes. You know my good friends at Delights up there in Boca? Yes. You ought to get in touch with them. Or your good buddy Skippy. I think they, I, I don't know who's a company. I know the Delights guys because they well, used well, to good. be in a different spot where I used They're to go. They're nice Jewish boys. Anyway, get in touch with them. And they got they have sauces that are very low in carb that are out of this world. Mm -hmm. Really. That's probably the best product they have in their store, those pasta sauces. And right. they're just fabulous. And if you could use that, you get but the... even the regular sauce we have has very little carb in it. To it's tomatoes. Okay. We don't we don't add a tomatoes bunch of stuff. Tomatoes is carbohydrate, it. baby. Shows you what I know. Nothing. Right. Well, I already found that out in the last yeah. year. Uh huh. So when does this start? The uh, low carb menu at the uh, Pizza Loft in Davie. Next week. I don't know that it'll be printed next week, but we're already telling people that if they want something that they don't see on the menu, whether it's right. low carb or anything mm -hmm. else, as long as it's in our kitchen, we'll do it. Now more. don't let Rimmer eat there. He was there yesterday. Oh, see, there you go. Called me last night. Bop, 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 bop. I want to go to Ruth Chris. I'll buy. Bop. No, I'm not going to any dinners. I'm not going to your place either. I can't eat. I'm fat. Since I got back well, here, I became very we'll fat. We'll make the low-carb thing days. for you. Or you could bring your shake. We'll mix it for you. Yeah, shake this. <laughs> I'll bring the shake yeah. of Araby. No, Rimmer's very nice. I'm taking my kids to the hockey if, game if on Monday night. He's feeding, got me good if tickets. If you're feeding him for free, I'm never going to speak to you I don't feed him for free. He pays his bills. He just happens to be a very nice guy. He really is. Not to mention, I had never he heard pays, him. He pays yes. for his meals at yes, the pizza lot. Yes, he does. 50%. No. 100%. So, not 100%. It just depends. Sometimes what, I discount what, him. Sometimes I want to know. He doesn't come for I that. I want to know yes. right here, right now, what percent discount you're giving him for coming in. Just, just because he knows me. If he comes and I'm not there, he pays regular price like anybody else. Right. If I'm there. He, he, he sits in the parking lot waits till he sees no, me. No, 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 not sure. That's what if he told I'm, me. If That's I'm there, me. then I'll do something says, for I him. I know what kind of car Jeff drives. Right. I sit out there. He says, I'm reading my <laughs> hockey news. I'm preparing for the next broadcast. As soon as I see him whipping a lot, I rush right Hey, Jeff, how you doing? That's okay. Where's the ponytail? If he does that, then I have no problem. With it, but he doesn't yet. When I'm there, I just take care of him sometimes. Whether I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about uh, what he pays. 
if I'm there, I'd comp him 50%, an appetizer, nothing special, nothing that he can't afford to pay for right. to go there. Well, he can afford to pay. He's, he's, there, for the, he's, there, for the, he's there for the good food no, and service. No, he's not. He's there to, for a tishmooze for a free no. meal and to suck on no, no, a, you know, We have a good time. Food. We have some great well, conversations. Can't you feed me for free? No, he doesn't If do I could tell you how many times he's bellyached to me about the fact that he resents having to even pay anything there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. The, the hell he didn't. I don't believe that. My hand to Francis uh, Ford uh-huh. Coppola, to Francis O'Hare, okay. to uh, Madeline Marie O'Hare. I have no point complaints. He's really anxious for you to put him on the freebie list. He, you know don't, what? He don't re- do it. He really doesn't don't get do it. anything Let that, that Canadian other regular pay. Right. I charge him double. Okay. I would. All right. Just out of general principle, just based on all the money he helped me lose. I'm sure. I'm sure he doesn't tell you about that, does he? It, that was a few years ago, so I heard about it back then. Yeah. Being that my memory isn't that good, I don't remember the details. I, I'm here to remind you about it, okay? Right, right. <laughs> but we're, I'm taking my kids to their first hockey game Monday night. going to be very exciting. Now, he probably got you some tickets, right? Yes, he did. Well, there you go. And good seats. So, yeah, I mean, if he's you want, very nice. If you want he tickets, takes care of all me. kinds of tickets. We've got tickets up the ass because they just make up the attendance figures here. Uh-huh. Big game Saturday, by the way, folks. Tampa Bay, that's a four-point game. The uh, Lightning are at seven points out of the Panthers in the standings in the division, and it's a four-point swing, either nine or uh, five. Big game. I tell you, I'm dying to get good seats for the Rod Stewart concert. The bad news is Nathan Horton's out for the season almost surely, yes. So if anyone wants to, like, trade a lot of Italian food for some good seats. Have any of the hockey players come to the pizza loft and eat? Uh, actually, we feed a lot of them at Rimmer's house because he has get-togethers well, over there where they, go to, where they go to his house. And you, we've done some catering. You for feed him. a lot of them at Rimmer's house? Right. And, who, and who pays for that? He does. He invites them over. He has like a couple trays of food or whatever, or orders six or eight or ten minutes. Rimmer is feeding the Panther hockey players. Not all of them. He's got some that he's friends with. Like who? I don't know. I'm not. You know, I'm not a big <laughs> hockey fan. <laughs> so I didn't even know who Rimmer was till he introduced me. Yeah, to that's, him, other that's than a nice point. guy. That's the point. But he's I'm starting this Monday. I'm so going to be a hockey appendages, fan. So many of these neo wannabes now, just like Fat Rich, he goes to Joe Rose, he eats free breakfast with Joe Rose, he goes schmoozes with this one, goes to the track when I'm at, which I don't mind. He's a good guy, but it's just I've got all these appendages, man, who like uh, their whole life is based on knowing me. There's worse things that could happen to you. Like what? Knowing Greg Reed. Yeah, By the way, yeah. put Greg Reed on the list, uh, Eric, because man, if anybody is an asshole, right there, a guy, this man has decimated this place. There was such chaos and such uh, bull. And Joe Rose is not uh, uh, suspended, by the way. Did you hear that crap this morning? No, nothing. Good, nothing. Oh, you weren't. I listening? was sleeping. You were sleeping. I woke up 45 minutes ago. You you look like it. Yeah. You look like yeah. you're in a bag. I'm trying. Probably no, no, a wild, no. wild Just, night I worked, last night. Worked wild late. Wild night for uh, Jeff Cohen last uh, night. Worked Probably late. Probably his friend Al Goldstein got him late no. with the. Did uh, you know he lost 110 pounds? Yeah, he yeah. had that stomach surgery. Lost about. Uh, he looks 20, like a human. Lost being. about 10 million dollars too. Yeah. Yeah, he also got married in Las Vegas at that adult porno yeah. thing last week. And last week, how long did that last? They're still married. Really? Nice girl, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got well, married she has at the a little, little bit of a vision problem. I got married at the Little White Wedding Chapel once about twenty years ago. Yeah. Uh huh. Same lady. Same lady that does the weddings. It the was same like, lady that married Al Goldstein. No, that married Brittany. It I'll was, be so done. It was funny watching that on TV. That's great. But, well, uh, nice seeing you, Jeff. You, you Thank know, God you didn't bring any. You know how you're talking right? about the management here and all that stuff. Yes. It's just amazing. Uh, Absolutely. You know, the mother of my kids went to get a car at uh, Fairbanks. Wife. It's uh, interesting yeah. the way you said that. The mother, why can't you say? Well, your because ex-wife? if it's an ex-wife, it sounds like you don't care anymore. But when they're the mother of your children, you always care because it's important because you want to take care of them. But I was, I've been curious. She went in to lease a new car and turn in a lease, and she ended up having having two cars when she walked out, and I can't understand how George, that happened. before Jeff leaves, would you give him Scott Peterson's phone number? 
So, I have it on speed dial. Oh, good. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I called over there. Yeah, because I have no idea. Or Bobby Blake. He's got a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I have no idea how it could happen. So I call the general manager, Preet Grinnell, six times, leave messages, just trying to get a return call, because I'm sure there's got to be a logical explanation. I mean, the days of uh, rip-off automobile deals supposedly are over with all the consumer uh, groups watching over it. So I know there's something that happened that someone could explain, but I can't even get a return call. Look at this. So, it's unbelievable. This is amazing. And I don't know what it is they're selling. TV, Neil Rogers, primetime, channel 69 and cable. This is uh, Somebody sent me this from... Wham from uh, eBay? Is it a poster? Is it a uh, what? What is it? How much they selling it for? They're selling it for two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and how much is shipping? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I, I don't even know what it is they're selling. Is it a card? Is it a uh, unused Max Rack card, Continental uh, size, minimum or excellent condition? It's just a card, like a baseball card. And already uh, six bucks. I'll outbid a man. We'll be goofing up eight bucks. There you go. Can you believe that? No. That's the kind of racket we ought to have, selling a bunch of crap on the Internet. I'm telling you right now, that's where it's at. So, have so you... Jeff and I are opening up a low-carb restaurant right. in town. There you go. Now, you have no interest in the restaurant business. We talked about that 15 years ago. What do you mean by that? When we talked about partners and all that stuff. Yeah. You have nothing to do with the restaurant business. No. And I don't blame you. No. Tough business. I like uh, this business better, especially uh, <laughs> when, I'm not, when I'm not in town. Somebody nominated Bob Greasy for the poll. They said in 30 years. How many? About 30, man. Never met anyone who didn't think he was an asshole. Apparently the definition of one. Bob Greasy. He's, and, of course, Brian is <laughs> following in Daddy's footsteps. He, he, I, I wouldn't say Bob. Uh, well, everybody I know would tell you that he's an asshole. But in the uh, year I worked with him on Channel 33 doing UM Baseball, he was odd. Let's put it that way. Very distant. Very peculiar. Not especially friendly. And his son well, used to come in. He was 10 years old at the time. Come in and hang out in the broadcast booth. His son turned out to be <laughs> Brian Greasy, who keeps mm -hmm. falling down all the time, dropping the ball. Speaking of that, yeah. Dolphins next year, baby, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to mention that. I was going to try to be nice to you with what? all the other problems you've created for you, yourself. It was a great season. I'm to let you off the hook a little it bit. Was it was not a great season. season. Yes, it was. It not was. a great season. When you don't make the playoffs, it's not a great you season. You know what? When your wins are mostly against a bunch of little girls' teams, it's that's, not a great season. That's, there is no little girls. There are no little girls in the NFL. How about that last second win in a meaningless game against the Jets on that last-minute field goal? Don't try to give me a song. And what about the last one at Washington New England? They could have won. David now about the Patriots are so lucky in the ball they oh, are it's just unbelievable. You're full of crap. They won 13 games in a row. They yeah, wanted their uh, four, six of them by luck. And two in their last 17 games. Right. No, they, but if it happens once or twice, it's luck. If you can pull out those games every time, it's talent. Okay, you're just pissed off because Tom Brady won't come in your restaurant. No, the luck, the if luck. If Tom Brady of came in a pizza loft, you'd, you'd lick his ass, man, for coming in there and giving you a little promotion. I'd and shake I'd be his right hand. behind you. I'd shake his hand. Yeah, and you I would lick his, his ass. Hand. I'll shake his hand. I really would. Okay. I'd take a look at it anyway. I'd have him take a shower first there you go. if I was Well, uh, Jeff Cohen, if you're real nice to Jeff, by the way, he will take you back to the executive <laughs> showers at the pizza law. With a lot of water pressure. Get to use those? You know, those have one-inch water lines? Powerful. Just yeah. when I had the ponytail, I needed to get all the soap yeah, out of Yeah, when Rumor was in there, he said he saw an inch. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's been nice seeing you. Okay. You look three sheets to the wind. No, not at all. By the way, George, hook him up with uh, that guy. He needs some good stuff, he said. Hook him up with, uh, what's your name? Uh, Wilma, up in Palm Beach. I guess you ain't doing too much for Rush these days. So anyway, have a good uh, time. And, yeah, uh, happy New Year to let you. Us know you look that great. Coming out. We're going to be order. delighted having you back on the air. Uh -huh. Most sponsors, when they come back, they just show up back on the air. But you, you come in and, you know, kill 15 minutes of the show, which is good. I it's already new. I can. I, okay. I have, to sit, I have to rewrite my spot. Say hi to Rimmer. I don't think I'll be seeing him while he's here. 
It's uh, <laughs> two minutes before noon at 560 WQM. If your hair is vanishing, now just ponytail vanished, but that's because he chopped it off. But if your hair is vanishing because it went down the drain on the floor all over the place, uh, everybody and their sister now is trying to send you some other kind of a hairpiece. It's just amazing to me. Talk about low carb. Uh, this hair thing is all over. In fact, I get, I bet you that broadcasting school guy is going to be selling hair pretty soon because uh, he's big on the holes in the head. Charles Alfieri he doesn't want you to walk around looking like a silly goose like Mo or like Sam Donaldson or like poor Dennis Kucinich, who would get a lot more votes if he looked like a human being. He wants you to look your best and your youngest, too, and you can do that with Charlie's natural hairline system. For over 25 excruciating years now, working with the famous and the not-so-famous and everybody in between, Charlie's been making guys look their best. And you have nothing to lose but that shiny, ugly bald spot that makes you look a hell of a lot older because you have a 30-day guarantee. About 30, man. You wear the piece for a month. After a month, if you're not really ecstatic about it, if you're not getting laid like every five minutes, get uh, get that thing back to Charlie, give you a full refund, no problem at all. And the price is already reasonable, but if you mention Neil Rogers when you call, he'll knock an extra 200 bucks off that already low price. So call today and say goodbye to that bald spot. Get yourself some real great-looking hair. Call Charles Alfieri in Fort Lauderdale. Toll-free, 1-800-321-2413. That's 1-800-321-2413, or log on to that website, charlesalfieri.com. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Hey. God, it sucks. This is Howard David. When I take my Feldine, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Not George, because he's stupid. Hailing from rustic Mayberry RFD, he went on to become progressive rock's greatest and best-groomed artist. And now, all his best love songs are available on one CD. It's the very best of Pink Floyd the Barber. Oh, 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 welcome, Andy. Oh, welcome to the machine. Every Pink Floyd the Barber song has been digitally remastered in this CD box set that's a cut above the rest. Money, ooh, get away. Get a good job with good pay, and you're okay. Say you can be a barber like me. The very best of Pink Floyd the Barber contains all your favorites, like Have a Cigar, Opie. And if we tell you the name of the game, Opie. We, we call it Ride the Gravy Train. Ooh, yes. I like games. Ooh, yes. As well as this Pink Floyd the Barber classic, Run Like Heck. Say, Barney, ooh, ooh, if they catch you in the backseat, they're trying to pick Thelma Lou's locks. Ooh, Andy, Andy's going to send you back to Aunt Bina in a cardboard box, Barney. Ooh, you're going to run. Yeah. The very best of Pink Floyd the Barber is not available. In stores. We'll call now. 1203 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Thursday, too. Tomorrow's the big day. 1 o'clock tomorrow that uh, fall rating book comes out. It's going to be really, it's D-Day, D for disaster. I mean, 8, 6, and 4, man. That's not a uh, good progression, you know what? Ah, uh, whatever. 2468, who don't we appreciate? Neil. Wait till you hear this. Lime Diet Coke hits U.S. stores. You got it in stock yet? Well, why the hell not? Any minute now. I could give you a plug and say, go over to the uh, Pizza Loft in Davie Day and get yourself a Lime Diet Coke. You don't have it? We'll just take some lime and squeeze it in. Get it. Out. Squeeze this. <laughs> Struggling to boost luggage soft drink sales in its key U.S. markets, Coca-Cola said Wednesday it's rolled out a lime-flavored version of its popular Diet Coke drink in stores throughout the nation. That sounds good. I wonder if it's caffeine-free, though. I don't know. You see what I'd be meaning? Probably Cause like, not. Because like at this the point. the lemon diet coke is good, but you don't. I don't. I never seen it like caffeine free. No. Or I the don't vanilla want no diet Pepsi. 
vanilla Diet Pepsi or vanilla Diet Coke. Right. But no caffeine-free. No. The world's largest soft drink maker said it was backing its new Diet Coke with lime drink with a national ad campaign, including radio magazine, Internet billboard promotions. The company planned to introduce the product in Canada in March, eh? All right. All right. Diet Coke, the top-selling diet soft drink in the United States and worldwide, has gone through several line extensions since its launch in 82 and now includes cherry, lemon, and vanilla versions additional lime. And puce. And what about the Civic Cat-flavored uh, Diet Coke? Huh? For, the, for the Chinese. They just squeeze the cat. Fresh yeah, they just squeeze. squeeze the old cat. Five six seven oh five sixty. They're juicy. <laughs> Some of them, not the old ones. Pound five sixty on the AT and Verizon wireless line. How's that poll coming? If you look up the word asshole in the dictionary, whose picture will you see next to it? George W. Bush, eighty-four. Rush Limbaugh, you're right, man. He's moving up the ladder fast. He's ready to make a challenge. Ready to make a big move. <laughs> Pop a couple more. Rush, twenty-seven. Wayne Heisinger, twenty-six. Howard David at nineteen. George Rodriguez, 18. Yours truly, 15. Ralph Nader, 11. Matt Drudge. Miss Fudge has got 10. And uh, Greg Reed's got three already. He just went on there. Our 219 votes, and Greg's got three. All inside the building, by the way. Everybody inside the building's going to vote for Greg. Anybody seen him lately? No. Good. Let's keep it that way. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the 8th Don't let me forget to read uh, a couple of pages from the important book here. Okay. The Paul O'Neill oh, written down. by Ron Siskind. Don't, uh, don't go out there and waste your money, folks. I mean, unless you got a lot of cash. WQAM. Hey, what's up, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, two places I want to ask you about as far as traveling. Pittsburgh and San Diego. I'll just hang up and listen to your comments. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. WQAM, hello. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Neil? Yes. And how you doing, Neil? Okay. Uh, how about OJ on your poll? OJ's good. Did you ever try OJ flavored Diet Coke? It's good. Okay, let's get OJ Simpson out. Just OJ. They know who the hell that is. OJ. Hey, OJ. Boy, they suck his ass at this radio station, man. Bunch of jock sniffers. What a bunch of losers. This place is just uh, it's like a nut house. These are reject. These are people who they won't let in the locker room. That's that's this crowd. Not the on the air people, but I'm talking about the the ones in the background. The little jock sniffers, the ones who press their nose like Petunia Pig up against the glass at the Macarena during the hockey games. Just like Petunia Pig. Yeah, trying to get a sniff. Oh, Stevie Weiss, can I sniff it? Ooh, it smells like lemons. Musky. Five, Ed Musky? I thought he was dead. He cried that one time, you know. 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Remember Ed Musky? No. Another Democratic loser. He cried. WQAM. Yeah, can I talk to Neil? Speaking, yes. Hey, Neil, what's up? How you doing? I'm hanging in. Okay, me too. I'm hanging. Uh, uh, talk about hockey. No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. That was Danny Gallivan calling in from the other side. Yeah, it was a scintillating call, as Danny would say. WQM, hello. Hello, uh, am I speaking to Neil? Yes, you are, sir. Okay, um, I wanted to know if anybody called you up about the Michael Moore appearance on Charlie Rose last night. No. Well, it was kind of interesting. I was wa I, I tuned into it um, on WLRN, the Broward Public Television. Right. They run it between midnight and 1 a.m. Oh, I didn't know it was on TV. I thought uh, somebody, we mentioned it was going to be on radio yesterday. Well, I caught the last five minutes of Michael Moore, and then I decided, well, I want to see the whole thing. Right. So I watched Charlie Rose on the Miami Public Television. It starts at 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. Halfway through the Charlie Rose thing, before they get to Michael Moore, somebody at Channel 2... Swap the tape. 
and some boring author who wrote something else. There's some grainy tape. They didn't let Michael Moore appear. Why, why is that? I don't know. I tried to call Channel 2. They wouldn't tell me. Sounds like some kind of a right-wing plot to me. Uh, it could be. Or it could be one of George's people locally pulled the trick. Wouldn't surprise me. And uh, quick nomination for George the Bush or George picture? Rodriguez, yes? Alex Pinellas. Okay. Excellent choice. I'm out of material. Arrivederci. See ya. Alex Pinga Pequena is good. Alex Pinellas. Yeah, we don't have to have a zillion names on here or even a jillion like Wayne. I'd like to see Wayne do real good on here. How's Mo doing, 21? See, people are like uh, easing back off of Mo a little bit. Don't do it. I mean, do whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I can only do what I want to do. What do you want to do? I just hate him like poison. No, no, seriously. How, how did I get sucked into that? I still can't believe it even happened. Because you're a softie. It's surreal. It's surreal. I mean, when somebody woman is saying, uh, fugue you and fugue the wrong and you walk on it. You know, I mean, just hostile as hell, you know. Like I had taken a dump in his living room or something, and then like uh, five minutes later, coochie, coochie, coo. You know, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not into that. You have a soft, gooey center. Not for him. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. How's Pharrell doing? And and I don't, uh, I don't even want to go into it. The stuff he was talking about in here yesterday. How he see? The next time you talk to your buddy Pharrell. Yeah. Tell him he'll never, ever learn who his friends are, no matter what. No, you told him that, and he won't, he listen, won't listen to that listen any more than any of the other stuff that he wouldn't listen to. I mean, you know, he's basically a good guy. People loved him on the air. Now, well, what's your take, uh, Ponytail? I should ask you that when you went here, but don't come back. But what what are you hearing about uh, Pharrell getting canned off QAM? I've heard zero. Zero. <laughs> oh, no. I hope your car gets stolen. Well, uh, don't get take it personal now. And That, that was bad. <laughs> God. <laughs> you haven't heard one word? No, he says no. The general public doesn't hear any of that kind of thing. Only what you say on the radio is all that I've heard. Well, what does that mean? No, but I mean, in other words, nobody has said, gee, we really miss him, or he was great, or nothing? Anything? Uh, rest, um, well, give me give me the honest answer. Don't think don't con uh, concoct an answer that you think will be palatable to Jeff Rimmer. Give us an honest answer. When, when it first happened, right. there was people asking me if I knew what was, like customers asking me if right. I knew what happened, if it's a prank, if he's coming back. He ain't coming back. Right. And, I said, and I said not to my knowledge, but yeah. it kind of disappeared pretty quickly. I mean, he was in the market for a short period of time. June, he, July, August, September, October, five and a half months. Right. I mean, that's nothing, really. For, I mean, Correct. people listen to him, but it's not where you build a loyal following that's going to, like, track, you know, like Rick and Suds to this day. We still get people asking, are they somewhere? What's going on right. with them? You know, because they were in the market for so many right. years. But it was different. He wasn't around that long, and the, the questions didn't last very long. Those people are evil. Well, whatever. Five six seven oh five sixty. I mean, he was fun. We had fun here with him. Sure. But he just, uh, you can't talk to the guy. He just blew himself up. He just, uh, he has a death wish. I told him that. You got a, you got a career death wish. You start a job, and a minute, two minutes after you start, you're looking for your next job because you know you're not going to last because you're going to do something to get yourself canned. And, boy, they sure gave him enough rope here, man. Even Mussolini would have liked a little more of that rope. Yeah, rope. Ser seriously, they, they gave him plenty of rope, and he just kept uh, yanking it and yanking it, and that was, uh, that was it. Especially when he was calling Duff names and Duff started crying, you know. Well, when it gets under 60 degrees, Duff starts crying, too. He's a very emotional guy. Uh, if you look up the word asshole in the dictionary, which uh, face will you see next to it? George W. Bush, 93. Rush Limbaugh, 43. Moving strongly to second place, 48. Who's great? The great 48. H. Wayne Hypinga. Boy, Rush walked by Wayne like uh, he had a bald spot. We, we don't have to do four breaks this hour. We can do like three. Right? Or does okay, that... I'm already uh, padded. What do you mean? 
I stuck some extras no, in no, there. No, no, but we don't have to do that. I'm on a roll here now. We don't have to put like, right. a bunch of phony uh, drunken spots <laughs> on stuff like that. Uh, George W. Bush, 93. Rush Limbaugh, 48. Wayne Hyping at 26. They're not too fond of you, Wayne. They think you're an asshole, and they, they know they're onto that crap. Even Eddie the Pope. I mean, when I saw that, I knew that the cat was out of the bag. You won't hear too much of it on this station, because like I said before, most of the people here are either on the dolphin payroll, or they're like, uh, got their head up the dolphin's ass like ponytail in there. That's where he lost his ponytail. In fact, if you walk around, Wayne didn't grow a tail. That's Jeff's ponytail in Wayne's ass. When he pulled his head out the last time, got stuck in there. Yeah. We can do a DNA test. I guarantee it. Guarantee you. George Rodriguez, or let's see, Mo Howard David at 25. Mo's right on Wayne's ass. I bet he'd like it. George Rodriguez, 19. Neil Rogers is an asshole, say 16, and I'm proud of it. Miss Fudge is catching up to me, and I'm running like hell now, 12. God only knows what that thing's got. Ralph Nader, 11, and Greg Reed still only got three. Out of 253 votes. They're going to get into this poll, believe you me. We'll get a whole bunch of other name, names, numbs. And what do we got today? Take a look. Uh, Jim Anders was cat, uh, kidnapped by a bunch of Indians who used to uh, be real buddies, buddy with Defoe. So he might or might not be on it, too. Ser seriously, Kim, we love Kim Bocamper. You have to say nice things. He's a big guy who beats your ass. But no, he is a great guy. But why do they Why do they get, and of course, Geldy. Geldy's so silly. He must have been on Laughing Gas this morning, Geldy. You didn't hear any of it. No, I know. Well, I did. I mean, uh, maybe he was just in such a good mood. Cause you know, I tried because Mo wasn't here. He was such. A, he, he was just spastic, and then he and the uh, Bo Camper concoct this thing about, oh, Joe Rose has uh, been suspended for something he said on it. Just keep listening, and uh, Kimbo will tell you about it. And it's just, oh, the last thing we need is to be talking about people with uh, getting suspended on this station. Those people are evil. Right, you got a good point. Let's bring him back. Come on. Okay. Let's I'll, give him another get him. one more chance. I'll fetch him. In fact, I might even, I don't know, I might change the poll at 1 o'clock. Oh, Eric will get really upset. Yeah. No, he won't. Hmm. I want to change the poll. Okay. About Pharrell. Okay. I miss him. Right. I'm serious. I'm not just saying, I mean, I wasn't friendly with him because I was never here. I mean, friendly is... A little is, bit. Yeah, huh? You were here a little bit, but right. not, not much. But I'm just saying I wasn't close personal friends because I was never here all that much when he was here. I mean, like with Mo, you don't have to be here because to know him is to hate him. But like with uh, Pharrell, he was he was fun. He, he was, was fun trip. to be around. He was uncontrollable. And you certainly couldn't have a conversation with him because he wouldn't listen. Yeah. It was just like on the air. You're talking to him. He's doing that. Cause I, and I keep trying to tell the audience what you heard on the air. That's him. That's it. There, there's nothing. There is no difference. Off the air, on the air, what you see, what you hear, what you smell, that's what you get. Occasionally, he would use fewer words on the air. Occasionally. <laughs> And once in a while, a few extra ones. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. QAM. Go fuck yourself. This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Super Bowl Party Crusher. Mr. Super Bowl Party Crasher. You didn't get an invitation. So you didn't know it was BYOB. And you're empty-handed. Who drank my entire six-pack? You, Mr. Super Bowl Party Crasher, have the gusto to eat the entire bowl of nachos. Yes? Hey, did you just double dip? What's more, you also invited a bunch of dudes you met at the Gentleman's Club. Is it cool if 
So the next time your wife's hindquarters are pinched by an unidentified drunk who's about to pass out on your couch, raise your finger in salute to Mr. Super Bowl Party Crasher, a real American hero. Mr. Super Bowl Party Crasher. Someone get a bucket, he's going to throw up. All right. Club 19 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Thursday to you. Uh, now, how many breaks are we doing this hour? Three? Yes. Okay, we have no spots on log, by the way. If anybody out there would like to advertise on WQM, call Screw Ann Winnick if she ever gets her ass off the floor. Uh, that's the whole station. We just have no spots because we're, like, easing into the new year. We don't want to overdo it. Now, the uh, Paul O'Neill deal. Don't forget to read some of that book. Oh, yeah. Ron Suskind, winner of the Pulitzer Prize, but he certainly ain't going to win one for this book. Uh, the Price of Loyalty. I don't want I don't want the uh, Green Van guy to feel bad because I really do appreciate it. And you saw how... I was right. overwhelmed Giddy. by it. I, no, no, but seriously, I was very appreciative because I thought it was going to be fabulous, and it turned out to be less than fabulous. But I'm just going to read two pages, if I may, about two and a quarter pages. Well, it take uh, no time at all. O'Neill, for his part, received this. is uh, the whole thing about energy and uh, Kenny Lay and a whole deal. O'Neill, for his part, received three short phone calls that late winter, early spring, from Enron's Ken Lay. In one, Lay advocated federal support of a derivatives trading markets for fuels. In another, he voiced support for global warming initiatives because they would favor natural gas, a big part of Enron's trading business. O'Neill also received a strongly worded letter of protest from Goldman Sachs CEO Hank Paulson about how the federal price controls in California were injuring the investment firm subsidiary J. Aaron and Company, an energy supplier to California utilities. J. Aaron pulled out of the California market, was not among the companies later to be charged by the, F, uh, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission with price manipulation. If process drives outcomes, an axiom O'Neill and his fellow pragmatists live by, this combination of confidentiality and influence by powerful interested parties would define the task force's analysis of energy issues. It meant, O'Neill says, that environmental concerns went virtually unrepresented. So on March 19th, at an hour-long meeting in the cabinet room, the president was hearing dark predictions about the economic effects of a looming energy crisis. Everybody played their parts, literally. For this president, cabinet meetings and many mid-sized to large meetings he attended were carefully scripted. Before most meetings, a cabinet secretary's chief of staff would receive a note from someone on the senior staff in the White House. The note instructed the cabinet secretary when he was, when he was supposed to speak, about what, and for how long. When O'Neill had received his first, first such note, he was amazed. The idea of a cabinet meeting or any significant meeting between the president and the senior most officials being scripted seemed to kill off the whole purpose of bringing people together. He had been in many White Houses. He had never heard of such a thing. But by now, he didn't question it. At least he figured he had his regular one-on-ones with the president. Virtually no one else in the cabinet had that sort of inside track except Rumsfeld. For today's meeting, the stage direction had come from the vice president's office, and as expected, Dick, Dick Cheney, went first, sitting in the chair directly across from the president. He talked about the task force's structure, its methodology, and the sources that it had relied upon. He said that the goal of Phase 1 had been to assess more clearly what the energy needs are of a growing country and how to meet them. O'Neill then talked, as scripted, about the way rising energy costs would cripple the economy and how the California crisis could spread to other regions, driving up energy costs for the coming summer. Spence Abraham addressed the beleaguered coal industry, which still produces half the nation's energy, and how rising gas prices could be caused by unfolding supply constraints in the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Ann Veneman offered a short rendition of how rising fuel prices would affect agriculture. Larry Lindsay described how energy costs washed through many parts of the U.S. economy and hit certain areas of manufacturing especially hard. And around the table they went, Whitman was asked not to speak. Was not asked to speak. Same difference. O'Neill was watching Bush closely. 
He threw out a few general phrases, a few nods, but there was virtually no engagement. These cabinet secretaries had worked for over a month on detailed reports. O'Neill had been made to understand by various colleagues in the White House that the president should not be expected to read reports. In his personal experience, the president didn't even appear to have read the short memos that he sent over. That made it especially troubling that Bush didn't ask any questions. There are so many worth asking about each of the areas, O'Neill thought as he sat quietly, dozens of queries running through his head. This meeting was like many of the meetings I would go over the course of two years, he recalled. The only way I can describe it is that, well, the president is like a blind man in a room full of deaf people. There is no discernible connection. I just, you know, there there are some bombshells in here. There's a few here and there. But uh, it's just, I don't know, there's just not as much. The hype was much greater than the uh, content. But but basically what he's telling us is that the man is a figurehead. He's a dodo bird. He's not running the country, which anybody with a brain already knows, that it's Cheney and uh, Wolfowitz and Pearl. And Rumsfeld. And Kenny. Don't forget Kenny him. Kenny Lay. Yeah, Kenny boy. That cabal of right-wing neocons and big business uh, rape artists. But, hey, yeah, we don't care. We love Bush. We love Bush. And, of course, anytime anybody says that to you, you know, there's there's a word that comes to mind. When I'd like that guy to call before that said uh, Bush is God. You know what the word is that comes to my mind? I, I can't got one in it. mind. I can't find it. Oh, no. Where's the one where he spells it out? M-O-R-O-N. That's not even in here. Oh, I thought you were going to say stupid. Oh, well, same thing. Stupid. Get the essay in there. Stupid. Okay, let's get a few more names on here because we're going to change the poll at 1 o'clock. I faxed the other one to Eric. He's going to be upset with me. I even apologized on the sheet of paper. Sorry. M-O-R-O-N. What's that under? Just a moron? Yeah. You have no system, though, see? I do. HD-Dash. All the Howard David bits are under HD-Dash. Yeah, and well, that's where I was looking for it. I just don't like your system, mister. I like my system in Toronto much better. Well, what, what, where, uh, I don't see it. Tell me again. What is the HD-M? No, it's not in here. How could I just play it? I, I don't know, because it's not in here. I'll, be, I'll bet you your life on it. All it's right. not in here. You're dead. Anyway. Should I read the poll for 1 o'clock now or later? Now? Okay. I don't know what inspired me to that. It was something that happened with Ponytail sitting there, just because uh, I was asking him about that out of curiosity. And that book is coming out 1 o'clock tomorrow, which I think is going to be really weak. But uh, we might get a surprise. Duff is in there hoping, as if he's got something to do with it. But, um, you know, I, I think we really had something going there for a while. Maybe, maybe we did not. Maybe we were deluding ourselves, you think? Hopefully, no. What? You think we had something going? Yeah. We had it going on? And now we don't got it going on? I don't know if we got it going on now or not. I don't believe any of this, uh, so it's a trend or two, so what? Oh, you mean the numbers? The numbers, no. yes. No, no, the wrong I'm not people talking about that. Now. I'm just talking about some momentum. Oh, the momentum the and momentum. everything and the excitement right. and an exciting morning and show. And the enthusiasm yeah. and the fact that I was following somebody that, like, we had in the crossover. I heard a guy call Mad Dog yesterday and says, how come you don't ever do a crossover with Neil at 2 o'clock? And Mad Dog gave him an honest answer. He said, I don't do that stuff well. He said, like, I'm the newscast. Oh, it's big enough. Oh, See, if I talk soon enough, I, like, talk myself into something that I should have been talking about before. Mm-hmm. If I talk uh, ra- rapid enough. But Channel 6 News blows. With all due respect to our friend, the uh, blockhead. I mean, I love yeah. Joe Rose, but their newscasts are horrendous. There was that awful triple fatality on the uh, southern part of the turnpike yesterday. Right. And they start out with a story right at the top of their newscast, and you hear the voice of a woman. I don't know whether she was, like, an observer or a witness. And she's saying, oh, my God, look at that car under that thing. Almost like it was some kind of a comedy bit. Hmm. I mean, it wasn't serious conversation at all. And then you see it's like this mangled Toyota, and there are like three dead people and a whole deal. It was not a funny story. Yeah, Channel 4 wins by default. And then they sit and they yuck it up, and they're yucking back. So anyway, Mad Dog says he doesn't do the yucking it up real well, like when he's on Channel 10. He, does, he just That's not his bag, which is fine. 
Plus, he's only got two hours anyway. Why do we want to take up any of his valuable time? Right. He should take up some of your time. You got lots. No. No, no, we don't, we don't, I have no need to do that. Once in a great while, we have done that, and that's fine, but I mean, he's, uh, he and I are as tight as it gets, because I've, I've taught, I've shown him the way. I have shown him the way in the promised land, and he's very grateful for that. Plus, he's, he's, I guarantee you right now, this is another good poll to take. You know where they ought to do it? On the QM website. They did it once before, about a year ago. Mm -hmm. Which QM personality is your favorite? Remember they did that one? Right. And we didn't even get a chance to do it because Josh Cordes was told to yank it off before I came on the air. Right. Trying to make everybody else look good to sports. I still want it. I guarantee you Mad Dog kicks my ass and everybody else's too. He's, he is so... They love him. And you want to know why? They love him and what's not to like. Right. You see what I'm saying? In other words, he's not controversial in terms of like he doesn't talk about politics and he, he likes ass and uh, the dolphins and you know. See what I'm saying? Right. Who, no, don't, I don't. who don't like ass? Nobody I know. Right. So there you go. He's just, uh, well, we'll do that one day. We'll get Josh to uh, do that on a QM website. And, of course, Josh uh, Clarence over here, the other Josh, Clarence Darrow. Oh, well, how dare you be You're manipulating our website? He won't say that to my face, but he'll do it behind the scenes. We'll get his permission. We'll get permission from Clarence to take that poll on the QM website. Maybe tomorrow. How many votes do you think will be on there? About 30, man. Unless, of course, we talk about then it'll be like 3,000. Pretty sad. And that's because it's the same 30 people who call all the sports shows. Okay, so here's the poll we're going to take at 1. Uh, should, and I'm not saying that it's gonna happen, cause I'm sure it's not gonna happen, but I'm just, just to see the general lay of the land. Just for fun, to like all of our pulse. pulse. Yeah, just to, just to see if you've got a pulse. South Florida got a pulse? No. Should QAM bring Pharrell back? Please, tomorrow. No way, he sucked. I'd love it, but it wouldn't, wouldn't last, or who the hell is Scott Pharrell? There you go. There you go. Pretty easy. I know how to do a pull, baby. Believe you me, I've seen a few in my time. I know how to whip out a really good pull. Should QAM bring Pharrell back? Please, tomorrow. No way. He sucked. I'd love it, but it wouldn't last. Or who the hell is Scott Pharrell? We'll get that one up at 1 o'clock. Or maybe even sooner. Let's do it now. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it whenever Eric feels like it. See, I, I, I feel bad. Because now he feels like I'm picking on him because you keep telling him that. No, no, it's, I'm just kidding. Jesus, what a reaction. It's just a joke. It's because he thinks it's all for real and serious. Whoa. No, he doesn't. There's a long list of he people. He knows. That, he knows right, that yeah, this okay. is shit. He memo. knows I'm not. He, don't you realize what a phenomenal job he's been doing? Yeah, lately? I do, and I keep telling him that. He and, has. Uh, yeah, we love him, and uh, yes, and I don't like he to thinks you hate him, him now because no, of that comment earlier what? in the show. I had to do psychotherapy in the middle of the show now. About what? Because you said that you were going to take the website away from him. No, and I, I didn't say that. That's what it was you a said. Joke. He I called was up. Oh. I should have a couch. It's a labor of love. It's a labor of love. How many times have I laid eyes on Eric in my entire life? He's up there in Orlando Two. with his lovely wife. One. I've seen him twice. That's all. He's not going to schlep down here all the time, especially, I mean, I'm never here anyway most of the time, thank God. So what's I, I have nothing against him. It's just that you and he, and then, of course, when Beaner Boy was here, man. Well, that was all a, him. Talk about a, a cluster fugue. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I like that uh, the fugue thing. I like fuke better. Cluster fuke. Right? Okay. Well, fuke Is you. Is that a, um, some hockey player name? Fuchs? No, Fuqua. I don't know who the hell I was. I don't know. That's what it's going to be, Fuqua. I, I like that. Fuqua is like uh, too uh, classic. Soft. Too soft and classical. Anyway, what do we got in this other poll here, the second one? We're, we got a poll parade here today, man, a potpourri. Uh, if you look up the word asshole in the dictionary, whose picture you have, would you see next to it? Now, we didn't really have as many people on here as we probably should have. Too bad. We had a nice select list. We have nothing right, to bitch about. The important ones were on there. Right, the important, the important ones were on here. 
382 votes. We'll get to 400, and then Eric can change it if he if he gets around to it. And if not, well, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. If you looked up past on the dictionary, George W. Bush is leading 107, so you'd see his picture. Rush Limbaugh is catching the uh, commander and thief, though. Rush has got 67. He's running fast because he wants to see if the uh, commander and thief's got any good stuff on him. H. Wayne Hypinga's got uh, about 30, man. 31. Mo Howard David at 29. George Rodriguez, 20. Uh, yours truly, Neil Rogers has got it changing again. It's changing. Oh, he, he just changed the pull before I could. Oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Unbelievable. I had 17. I don't know what was after me. I, I would like to have seen what was after. Can I go back or will it not work? Can I? Uh... He'll put it back up. Oh, no, it's CNN Money. That's an article I have. Come on, put it back up there. Just fax it to me, Eric. Do something. That'll put... learn you. Yeah. No, he did that intentionally. Right. I know that. He did that to say, see? See, you silly old man. I'll show you. I'm sitting here reading the thing. It would have taken like another ten seconds. Anyway, the other poll is up there, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote for that. I'm not gonna tell you what I voted on there, please. I'm not gonna tell you. What? Nothing. No, that that thing this morning really uh, soured my whole life. I didn't like that. Soured your grapes? It, it soured grapes. That's what Don Cherry said. It just, it wasn't good. It's, it's so silly. It, it brings us down to such a level of, of, of juvenility. Sillier than what's yeah, normally I mean, going silly on. Silly is okay, but super sillyus is not so good. This is your super sillyus station. Oh, and why, why can't anybody just take a couple of days off? It's certainly no novelty around this place. Nobody's ever on anyway. What? The phone is ringing with Eric? What does he want? I, he just, wait, wait, leave him alone. Eric, will you leave George alone, please? He's got that wife and kid he didn't want. Just leave him alone. Anyway, uh, George W., 110, Limbaugh, uh, 67, Wayne, 32, Mo Howard David, 31, George, 20, Neil Rogers, 17, Matt Drudge, 13, Ralph Nader, 13, and 6A, Greg Reed is an asshole out of 300 and, uh, 309. There you go. That's it. Now we can change it. Or, uh, <laughs> 27 till 1 at 560 WQM, your friendly station. It's a love fest. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. American girls. American guys who only listen to the message from the Uber ride will have their table talk flying. As the troops come home, dear, they find the comfort of denial hiding under the bed. I never served in the army, I'm too afraid to fight. So I sit right here near the TV, far from liberal life. Under the covers, you'll discover I'm a big sissy who would prefer to have some other do the fighting for me. Now this country I love is occupying Iraq. And all the suckers like me, whose necks are red in the back, have our tongues all placed firmly in Bush's big brown eye. The big mouth cowards of the world who gladly follow blind. Hey, Uncle Sam, I'm too afraid to fight or enlist. But you can count on me to watch TV and shake my fist. And my flag will fly from the back of my truck. Like an idiotic, pseudo-patriotic dumb And my view of the whole wide world is what I see on Fox News. Yeah, I'm an armchair warrior who knows better than you.
I'm an inbred jerk who parrots anything they say. Don't have to read or research. It's so much easier this way to watch TV or look at pictures in USA Today. With my finger up my ass as I tickle my brain. Hey, Uncle Sam, I'm too afraid to fight or enlist. But you can count on me to watch TV and shake my fist as I lower my fly so I can pull on my bud. To proudly show the swatch to cut tattooed on my nuts. The Saudis are our best friends in the world. Not those Iraqis or Jews. Yeah, I'm an armchair warrior who knows better than you. Twenty-one to one at five sixty WQAM. Twenty-eight votes on our third and final poll of the day. It's up. It's in there. Should QM bring back Scott Farrell? Please, tomorrow eleven. No way. He sucked. Eight. I'd love it, but it wouldn't last. Wouldn't last five. And who the hell is Scott Farrell? Four. But that's a real early sample. Wait till the votes come in from the outlying districts. That's the first 28 votes. Orgasms at the touch of a button. Squirt, squirt. Not for you guys, though. Oh. Women around the world are being told they can now have an orgasm at the touch of a button. Squirt, squirt. The makers of slightest touch say their device can give women longer, better, and more intense orgasms. They claim their device can trigger an orgasm without touching a woman's genital area. According to, oh, where was it? Was it on channel, uh, maybe it was six. They were promoting, yeah, it was. It was some NBC network show. They were showing a promo. And, and uh, granted, the woman had a, a skirt on, but the guy's got his hand right in her crotch. Yeah. Did you see on that? Channel sex? No, I didn't channel see Channel sex. And then after that, it got kind of boring. According to the manufacturer, slightest touch works by stimulating the body's sexual nerve pathway. Ha ha. Women start by drinking an electrolyte sports drink 20 minutes before using the device. They then apply two white electrode pads inside their ankles. These pads are connected to the slightest touch device, which is about the size of a personal stereo. With a flick of a switch, the women literally, like a light bulb, they get turned on. The device stimulates the nerve, sending gentle pulses up the woman's leg for between 10 and 30 minutes, leaving women on the verge of climax, on the edge. The slightest touch does not provide an orgasm, said Sharice Davidson, the company's director of customer support. It gently stimulates the sexual nerve pathways, taking the woman to a pre-orgasmic plateau where she dangles on the edge of orgasm for as long as she wants. A couple of days. From there, gentle stimulation can then affect the orgasm. BBC News Online has been unable to get independent scientific verification that the product works. The Queen turned out a chance to try it out. But Ms. Davidson, who has used the device for three years, insists it's effective. She's been using it for three years, and that's nonstop. It can be of great benefit to many women, she told BBC News Online. I've been using mine for three years, and I just love it, she said. She said the product can help women who simply want to improve their sex lives and those who've got problems achieving orgasm. However, the slightest touch, which sells for $139.95, isn't suitable for everybody. It's not recommended for women taking antidepressants, those who are pregnant, or those with some underlying medical conditions such as heart problems. The, U uh, the U.K.'s FPA, formerly the uh, Family Planning Association, urged women to get professional advice before spending their hard-earned cash, $139.95. If women feel they got problems with either sexual relationships, it's better to go and get professional advice about the possible causes before spending a lot of cash on a special product, said a frigid spokeswoman. So there you go. It was probably really like Cedar Cruz. 
in disguise. A guy with a big, or, or some broad with a big strap on, whatever it is. It's something. How could you really tell with Celia? Even if you check the apparatus, I don't think we'll give you the answers. She was many things to many people. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on oh look at that fifty six votes. Bring back Pharrell tomorrow twenty one please. No way he sucked seventeen. I'd love it, but it wouldn't last nine. And who the hell is Scott Pharrell nine? WQAM. Uncle Neil. Yes sir. Hey how you doing? It's Pretty Green good. Van, Green Van Dave. Hey thanks very much for the book. Too bad it sucks. I'm sorry to hear that it blows. Well it's not your fault. You didn't write it. I know. I still got the receipt though, so I'm taking mine back today. <laughs> good. So you want me to? You want to keep it, or I'll take yours back too? No, I, I better keep it. I might find something worthwhile in there. Plus, yeah, I didn't pick it up yet, but you, I, I knew you'd be on top of it in the book too. So yeah. when I heard you say that, that's quite a disappointment. It was pretty disappointing. I mean, I can't say you know, in one night I was going to read the whole 200-page book, but I, I, you know, I leafed through just about every. Uh, chapter in every section and just searching and scouring for some really good meat and i just uh, it was like being in a vegetarian restaurant i couldn't find much meat 60 minutes hype i guess yeah i bought into it i mean i'm not saying that there's nothing in there worth uh reading but i think what i read before which took about two minutes i think that pretty much sums it up well i'll just keep it in good condition and hold on to my receipt there hey neil i was uh driving around with a bunch of people uh, a couple weekends ago and had your best of cd in the car right so i popped in i had a couple of uh Ladies in the back popped it in, and of course you know which is the first song or the first cut. And one of the ladies in the back said, "I love this song," and the song kept going and going, and it was hysterical to see their. They well, what out. song was it? I don't remember. Would you invade my hall tonight? Oh yeah, so I, bet, I bet you did love it. Yeah, they're listening to the beginning, and she barks out, "I love this song," and I sat there and said, "Oh, she has a surprise coming." <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks All a lot, right, Dave. Welcome back to town, dude. You're the best, man. Thanks. Later, bro. He brought me the book yesterday. He paid for it, and I'll keep it. Now, let's see. Speaking of Enrique, uh, which paper was that in? Do you see it? No. It's uh, these. There, you know, there's nothing to read in these papers. I hate to say that. I want to sound like a sour puss, but there's nothing to read in any of these papers. Uh, it's not in here. It's in a Herald, so I probably like burned it. I got it here somewhere. About Enrique, important stuff. Did I tell you I got a personal Christmas card from Enrique? Yes, you did. Had something in it. I get cards like that sometimes. It was moist. Anyway, thanks, Enrique. Love you, baby. So here's the deal. Enrique may very soon say uncle. Well, this is old news. It's in the Herald today. It's old news. While both pop singer Enrique Iglesias and his father, classic crooner Julio de Grisius, are well known for charming the ladies, it seems the 87-year-old patriarch of the family takes the crown. Enrique's octogenarian grandfather, noted gynecologist Dr. Julio Iglesias Puga, is expect <laughs> he wears a puga shell around his neck, is expecting a baby with his 40-year-old wife Rana Kite in the spring. He's uh, how old is he? In the 80s. Don't say exactly. The new arrival conceived after Rana underwent treatment at a U.S. clinic providing artificial insemination means. Oh, I see. That 60-year-old Julio Iglesias will have a baby brother, and Enrique will welcome an uncle nearly 30 years. About 30, man. His junior. Get the honey, Junior. Dr. Iglesias and Kite secretly wed in Florida three uh, years ago. The dad-to-be is already a great-grandfather thanks to Julio's daughter, Shab Shabelle. Shabelli? She's got a hell of a belly. Shabelli, 32, has a two-year-old son. I didn't even know he had a daughter. No, I didn't either. I know Enrique's brother, who is like ivory soap. He floats. Oh. Love you, Enrique. You're the best, baby. You can't sing too much. Well, he used to be able to. No, nah, he can't sing. But he's, he's uh, hot. And he loves this show. He's the one fan we can always count on. Even with all the rest, leave us lying in the dust, which you'll see tomorrow. Boy, 
Do you realize it's only 24 hours and 14 minutes till that book comes out tomorrow? Whatever. And then, then we'll see who's going to be uh, happy, smiling, who's going to be crying. <laughs> 94 votes. Should QM bring Scott Farrell back? There isn't any chance, but just for fun. And, of course, probably a lot of the Farrell people, they've already turned it off. That's what the Beast and uh, Miguel were saying while you were on vacation. That really was so depressing. Oh, everybody, they all bailed out. They're not going to turn it back on until Pharrell comes back. Well, well, what is that? Whoever heard of such asininity, huh? Only in this really? place. Only people like your good friends, uh, you know, the Beast and Miguel. And I noticed the Beast never came back in here to Bond today after I, like, uh, you know, sucked onto him a little bit. You're right. right. Didn't come maybe, back maybe in here. Maybe he's gone. Maybe he didn't smile. I'll, we'll see tomorrow what kind of a greeting I get. Now, tomorrow when I come in, if that grumpy old man... I See, I don't want any more argue. I'm not going to have any more debates with him. i got nothing to talk to him about. If he'll just sit in there and do his show, or if I pass him in the hallway, I'll, you know, good morning, hi, or up yours, or, uh, you know, fuck you, or what. I don't, I don't care. I don't need to speak to him. That isn't necessary for him to do his job and me to do my job with the short time that I'm here. And life goes on. I just don't like you. Okay? I can't stand you. You've just, you're just evil is what you are. What are you, you trying to say? I, I'm trying to say he sucks. 100 votes even. Please bring Pharrell back tomorrow, 37. No way he sucked 24. Who the hell is Scott Pharrell, 21? I'd love it, but it wouldn't last 18. Kind of a mixed bag, which is what figures, huh? Brazil finds obscene U.S. pilot. You didn't see this? Oh, I saw the news story. Yeah, I saw the uh, finger. An American Airlines pilot's been fined 12 grand for making an obscene gesture while being photographed at Sao Paulo Airport in Brazil. The pilot, Dale Robin Hirsch, I wonder if he's kin to Mitch Hirsch, Senator. and other crew uh, members were arrested on arrival from Miami. Ha-ha! <laughs> what a surprise. They've all now been released. American Airlines has agreed to pay the fine issued an apology. They want to apologize. apologize. However, the airline added the pilot had not intended to be disrespectful. Of course not. Brazil has been photographing and fingerprinting U.S. visitors in response to similar U.S. requirements for visitors needing a visa because they're pissed off. The incident occurred when Mr. Hirsch, 52, and his crew were going through security checks after arriving from Miami. Mr. Hirsch raised his middle finger as he was handing papers to officials in an internationally recognized obscene gesture, a Brazilian spokesman told reporters. Mr. Hirsch was taken to a federal courthouse. Oh, I mean, talk about having no sense of humor. The authorities decided not to press criminal charges but instead imposed a fine. I said, that's fine. Francisco Baltazar da Silva, chief of Sao Paulo. I'm telling you, do not go to Latin America. No. You might just not come back. Don't go to Haiti either. You won't come back. Not because you like it so much. You just uh, won't come back. Francisco Baltazar da Silva. I wonder if he's kin to Chuck Baltazar. used to write at Calder. Chief of Sao Paulo's federal police said, Mr. Hirsch had apologized repeatedly for the incident. Basically, it was a joke done in bad taste, Mr. da Silva said. Ten other crew members were also denied entry to Brazil after causing problems during identity checks. American Airlines has apologized over the incident. Uh, the captain and other crew members certainly meant no disrespect, they said. The incident comes amid diplomatic tensions between the U.S. and Brazil over these security checks, which came into effect at the beginning of the year. Brazilian President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva. How come all you spicks have got like 85 names? What is that? Because there's only so many last names to go around. Like Chin? Right. Yen? Yang. Yeah. Johnson. See, the black people, he's got creative. I'm not saying so much with the last names, but the first names. Oh, yeah, well. Like Latisha and Kawisha and Shawana. So due to lack of creativity. Right. And I'm not due, oh, I see, by this fix. Anyway, the pre, uh, Brazilian president, Mr. Yadi Yadi Yadi, on Monday asked U.S. President George W. to drop the visa requirement for Brazilians entering the U.S. He's thinking about it. 
He's having another meeting asking for the cheeseburgers. Ari Fleischer want to know how come he ordered tray for lunch. That's why he's not there no more. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. This thing with a low carb man, I, I have never seen. You're right though about or the caller was right. Marketing something, man. I bet you Dr. Bob is singing a different tune right now. <laughs> he's singing. I wish I could have been a marketer. I wish I could have been had some marketing assistance. God, he had a great diet, great ideas. He knew his crap. But and I'm not saying he didn't sell a lot of books and make you know mucho dinero, but these right. people now put him to shame. They bury him because oh, I'm telling bad. you, I'm telling you, you can't you can't watch any channel on TV, even the Discovery Channel. You right. can't watch any goddamn channel, even the Comedy Channel, for more than 50 minutes without seeing some other uh, low carb this and some ad right. for uh, you know everywhere. Now Ponytail's going to have low carb. And may I just say, as a not yes, fat slob, yes, that it's awfully boring. What? All this low carb everywhere you go. But you're all these one of the ten. How many people in America aren't fat? About thirty, man. And you're one of them. So a pox on you, skinny people. Okay, we don't we don't have time for people who aren't fat. There's one system. The What's that? Dela Jenny Ultra Nutrafast Slim Watchers. Yeah. Eat less, move more. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm really moving a lot here. Sitting yeah. in this chair four hours. I'll go to the track and sit in that chair for like six hours. It's the same routine as last time. I'll walk home. Yeah, I'm gonna walk <laughs> home. Good idea. I'll walk Shuffle. over to mommy's house. Hundred and twenty three votes. Should QAM bring Scott Farrell back? Please tomorrow forty nine. No way, he sucked twenty eight. Who the hell is Scott Farrell twenty five? And I'd love it, but it wouldn't last twenty one. WQAM. Hi, Mike like Neil. Speaking. Neil, it's Al uh how you doing? I have a suggestion for a poll in the it? future. Who is it? No, this is Alex. Um oh. uh, suggestion for a poll in the future. Okay. Uh, which why did, why did you stop when you started saying it's Alex? You just like stopped Oh, because yourself. I don't know. This is a brain fart. Okay. Um, which notable reunion will be the first to go awry? And I have three. the mother mother and child reunion. Um, what about either Dan and Davey? Too late. Too late for uh, Mo and Neil. It's already over. <laughs> oh, it's already over. I'm sorry. That was one of my suggestions. Oh, no, it's it's finito, baby. <laughs> he can uh, kiss my fat ass. I tried calling you yesterday. I guess I came a day too late. I just, I just don't like the guy. That's all. And I'm not, you know. And I know he's going to be very offended and act very, you know. Uh, it, it's him against the world. I'm just, uh, I'm not going to lie for him. There you go. Well, good luck to you, Neil. Thanks, Alex. Bye. Bye. See what I'm saying? I just have a little bit of a conscience. Not too much or I wouldn't be working here, but I have a little bit. And I, I just, it's a, it's a lie. It's a fake. I try to, it's like a fake orgasm. You just can't do it. If you're a guy. It's it's just right. not right. You don't feel right about it. Like you know, just express yourself the way you be feeling. And I don't. I'm not buying into it. It's all fake. And I got lulled into it and sucked into it. You you just can't spit in somebody's face and then like two minutes later, you know, kissy kissy kissy. Plus that piece, man. Wow, that thing stinks. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, let me speak with Neil. Speaking. Neil. Um. Not, now, now, wait, now wait a minute. You just did the same thing. That the other guy did is, uh, you can uh, say your name, I don't really care what it is, but why did you stop and mid, uh, you caught yourself there? Well, I didn't know if you wanted me to say my name. No, don't but do I'll, it. Don't do I it. Somebody it. might uh, recognize your voice. Okay. Well, I have a knock-knock joke for you. Okay. Five, so we don't do jokes on this show yesterday, sir. We tried the same thing the other day. You're trying it again today. We don't do jokes, sir. Maybe if he tries again tomorrow. Although, like I said, next time you call, give your uh, full name, address, phone number, and shoe size. Then we can go and have somebody beat the crap out of you. We don't do stupid jokes. WQM Line 9, which is, oh, and there's nobody on there. I bet you we missed a good one there. Oh, uh, damn it. We're doing screenless this year. 
We don't want to have anybody in there sitting putting up with crap on the phone. It's more exciting this way. Sure. It seems to be working pretty good. I mean, the effect is the same anyway. I, I just don't want to leave people hanging for a half an hour, 40 minutes while they're on hold. I mean, this way, they can let it ring a little while, and depending on how much patience they got, then, you know, good luck to them. They don't get to hear the dumps. And they don't get to hear when, and that's another reason that some of the people can't be bothered with all their uh, foul crap, because nobody's going to hear it anyway. Ha-ha! How do you like that? Jamba? That guy is so boring. He's not as boring as the one with the boring voice, you know. Yeah, the whisperer. And then no. the other one, you miserable son. Oh, jeez. Such a boring fucking town, man. And you know, when they talk faster, yeah, when they we talk can dump faster, slower. they got a chance to get on there much better. Although we don't dump that. It's just it's so pathetic. WQM line one, it's working great. Hello. Yo, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, uh. Talk to me, sir. Come on, you can do it. I got a question for you. What's the difference between the way that you act on the radio in the sense that you say whatever you want compared to what someone else is doing? Language. Language. He didn't uh, understand because no, no. he, he and I ain't speaking the same language. Language, Pally. He just didn't know where to draw the line. And even though they kept showing him, here it is right here. And he just uh, kept erasing it, I guess. Not even close. Not even a, a contest. Plus the fact that these people don't realize how much stuff they had. Two people sitting in there on the dump buttons. You can't you can't have somebody on the air who doesn't know where how to where to draw the line and have two people having to press the dump button because they keep saying crap or whatever the hell he was saying, which I don't want to repeat. He just uh, you know a lot of fun, but he just yeah. out of control. He needs to like you know knock it down a couple of notches, but he won't do it. Uh, eventually, see that's going to be it with him. Either the day will come when finally, after taking enough crap and after enough, uh, you know, self-immolation, he'll finally wake up and say one day, "I got to cut it out," or it just, you know, he'll wind up out on the beach selling the frankfurters off of a cart. WQAM. QAM gone. WQAM, hello. Hey, can I speak to Neil, please? Speaking, yes. Hey, Uncle Neil, how are you? Great. Yeah, I had a uh, interesting Dr. Atkins experience. Okay. Uh, my wife brought some of those those indulge bars. For I didn't know the indulge bars. Oh God! I didn't know they were indulge bars. So I just grabbed a handful of them, ran out the door, ate them. About three hours later, all hell broke loose. Wow. Brutal. Um, also, you inspired me. I adopted a puppy. You what? I adopted a puppy. Really. Thanks for you. I'm going to get a couple of dogs and take them home today and surprise John. I'm taking getting five or six dogs. But some bastard abused him, unfortunately. He's got yeah. only uh, three legs. But we're going to take He's only got of... three legs? Three legs. What do you do with the other one? It's... Ate it. He walks, he walks, uh, he walks on the, the top of the paw instead of walking on the pad of the paw. Right. Does that make any sense? People that do anything uh, evil to dogs like that, they need to be uh, horsewhipped. It, it was a pet store in uh, Pembroke Pines, as a matter of fact. Magic something, I don't know what they're called. Magic pet. Yeah. But anyways, they're bastards. So take care, Neil. Great show. Okay, thanks story. for the good news. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Big one to two hour coming up, baby. You ain't heard nothing yet. We got the Mad Dog at two, unless he's going to be held captive by those Martians that just landed. I understand that in the Bahamas they're having like quite an uprising, so the, Hank, uh, the Humper will be on at four from the Crystal Palace, unless, of course, he's also being held hostage. Right, by revolutionaries. By a bunch of uh, Castro revolutionaries. And then... And Joe Rose. Buttheads, it's the one to two hour. Take your God and shove it. I ain't gonna worship him no more. 
I've had enough of all the primitive fairy tales and folklore. I'm getting tired of giving money away to all the Christian corporate whores. You can take your God and shove it. I ain't worshiping him no more. Absolutely. Well, I was a Christian soldier of God, believer all these years. All that time I followed every word of the scriptures written by queers. Get your keys, say he's a powerful God in an all-knowing in a mighty way. Except in 9-11 when he must have been gone on a bus friend's holiday. Take your God and shove it. I ain't gonna worship him no more. You're all right if you're with us, cause everybody else is wrong. And I'm getting tired of watching people die in the name of an invisible Lord. Well, take your God and shove it. I ain't worshiping Him no more. Take your God and shove it. I ain't worshiping Him no more. Thank God we don't got no religious fanatics in America, I'll tell you that. Like them cowheads. 101 at 560 WQM. Here's a fax that says this is going to get everything. going to shake it all up again. You're not going to like this. Eric's going to be really upset. It says, hello, Neil. Last month I asked about the streaming on the webpage. They just won't stop, you know. No. Since you're on the Eric subject today, you think you can get him to work on this little minuscule problem? No. I tried listening to the Neil Rogers archives on the webpage. It's frustrating when the connection drops. I have to start from the beginning of the show again. Is there anything you can do? No. Or ask Eric no. to fix or modify the show's archive? No. So the user can fast forward or jump to the next hour of the show? No. No. Thank you. You're welcome. How about if I uh, go to that person's house and bring all the tapes that we have? Right. And, uh, That's a good and idea. Find whatever they want to hear. Okay. Uh, for them. Every when the show's box. over every sure. day. All right. Okay. The only problem is there's no address or name or phone number or anything. So if they will just let us know who they are, George will come over at about 4.30 every afternoon. Mm-hmm. Try to have like a little, you know, have a notepad, little, a little snack. Write the time down. Have a little snack ready for him, okay? Maybe a little, uh, you know, roll a big fat Aperitif, one for him right. so he can calm down a little bit. Uh, 151 votes. Should QAM bring Pharrell back? What do you say? Come on, let's do it. Let's give it one more chance. No? Uh, please, tomorrow, 60. Who the hell is Scott Pharrell, 32? No way he sucked, 31. I uh, would love it, but it wouldn't last 28 out of 151. They're all over the place. But let's see. 60 say please. Uh, 20, so that's 88 to, uh, you know, they want it. They want it. Although at least they're still here, contrary to what the Miguel was telling us. Oh, they've all turned it off. They hate you, Neil, and everybody else, too. They went for a, as if we had something to do with it, you know? What the hell did we have to do with it? So Eric says. Even Mo said. What? During our moments of, moments of conversation. He yeah. said he knows that I, you know, I tried numerous times to uh, talk some sense into that child, and he wouldn't listen to me. But anyway, yes? One can jump around on the archives. All they have to do is wait a second until the show actually starts playing, right. starts streaming, and then one can jump around. That guy's a moron. <laughs> and if the connection is going huh. out, that's him. Oh, and by the way, us. speaking of that guy's a moron, that, that's not in here. Oh, I was supposed to go in there and find it. How are you going to do that? It's, it's not I, in here. I'm fast. But it's not in here. I'll guarantee you. M O R O N. <laughs> Before he got like a half a way in here, I already had my thumb on it. Joe Bustard. Yeah. Just playing with your mind. 
What's left of it? Five six seven oh five sixty. I know pound five sixty on the eighteenth. I I, I got to be honest with you. This people think I'm joking about a lot of things. <laughs> this place. This is uh, how did I ever uh, survive that long in this building? You this didn't is, have anything to compare it. This to. is a bizarre joint, man. This is uh, you know, there's nothing like a bizarre bizarre <laughs> joint. God. Oh, speaking of joints, Netherlands shocked by first deadly school shooting. Oi. The Netherlands was trying to make sense of the first deadly shooting in a school after a deputy principal of a high school was killed by one of his students. A student of the Terra College in The Hague shot 49-year-old deputy principal Hans van Weeren in the head Tuesday in the school cafeteria in full view of many of the students. The critically injured teacher was rushed to hospital but later died. The suspect, a 17-year-old student at the school, turned himself into police after the shooting but has refused to talk about what happened. The Dutch prosecutor's office has opened an investigation. I think they ought to put that kid into a Dutch oven. Dutch Prime Minister Jan-Peter Balken, expressed it. Oh, uh, I know. His uh, shock at what he called a horrific incident. Such a thing should never be allowed to happen in our country, he said. How about some other country, idiot? Balkanindi and Queen Beatrix of Netherlands on Wednesday both sent letters of condolence to the family of the victim, said the Dutch Royal Information Service. The authorities wouldn't give any information about a possible motive, and the head of the school, Gerard von Miltenberg, told a press conference yesterday that he had no idea what drove the suspect to be doing this. This is not a problem of our school. It's a problem of our society as a whole. We can't protect ourselves from madness, he said, whose school in the past had been commended for its safety record, not no more. Almost five years ago, four students and a teacher were wounded at another Dutch school in Vighel when a student opened fire in a computer room. All those victims survived. The survey that they took of teachers and managers to find out what this is all about said the rise in this violence is due mainly to verbal abuse and that incidents like threats and physical violence were not on the rise. Well, thank the Lord for that in Nidalons and Alstublief. See, it's uh, not perfect nowhere, no how. Better them than us. First to show you, man, when you got everybody's got guns, bad crap happens. I know that's uh, you're not supposed to say that in Don't America. Don't say that. When everybody and their brother's got guns, a lot of bad crap goes down. But it goes down easy. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. It's smooth. WQAM, just like cool cigarettes, just like Salem. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing today? Pretty good. Hey, I didn't, I don't want to keep pounding the same thing you say every time about what's going on with the government and everything. Go right like ahead, that. take all the time you want. You know, but I'll tell you the truth, man. Vent. This guy should have been impeached a long, long time ago. Right. What man. are they waiting for? You know, they've got all the evidence, they got everything in front of them, but yet they don't care, man. You they see, one, the thing care. that I love about Dean the best, and he said it again last night, he really went on a big whole hog on it, is that the Democratic Party has failed. They've sat back, they've been co-conspirators in helping them do all of this crap, and they've, uh, they're like uh, Republican light is what most of the Democrats are. That's why I like what he says. Exactly. They're, they're all in the same boat together, so they can't be pointing each other a finger because you did the same thing I did, but in different other parties. Right. Basically, you know, and one more thing I want to ask, you know, nothing against the Jewish people, but since, you know, they had to retract everything they said about George Bush being a, a Nazi and all that, uh, being yourself a Jewish man, uh, don't you hate seeing a Jewish person drive a German car? Or yes. guess worse, a yes. Jap car? Can't stand it. You know, and then they criticize, no, it was a Holocaust, it was this, it That's was right. that. But, but yeah, what, what, why, why the hell are you driving a German made car? Amen. You know? So that's all I have to Thank say. You. Next time you see that, drive him off the road. <laughs> good luck, right, you, Tommy. Do a good job. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. That's right. What'd you think? They made amends. Mercedes men's? 
5670560, pound 560. Yeah, drive a nice American car like a Corvette made in Bowling Green, okay? And quit potching around. I'm not getting that new vet. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not. What's the pert? There's no point. I don't need it. I'm just not here often enough. I like mine just fine. It's got 20,000 miles on it. It's got a long way to go, baby. Even them tires are still in pretty damn good shape. What the hell do I need a new car for? That thing is like, it's like a fast Cadillac, man. I just love it. Ashtray ain't even full. Better not be. In fact, uh, who the hell knows what's in it? I'll be right back. 5670560. Pound 560. Hey, and speaking of that, you better get, uh, what's his name in here, uh, soon. Yeah, I was going to call Because I right need now. to find out what the hell that's all about, because I'm not going to leave here with just my thing in my hand, like Santino, you know? WQAM. Yeah, I'd like to be on. I beg your pardon? I'd like to be on. You're on. Yeah, stay away from my boyfriend, okay? <laughs> WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hello, Dale. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, my name is Robert. I'm a first-time caller. Yes, sir. I'm just curious to know your opinion. Um, I know while George Bush is in office, he's never going to address the health care issue in this country. Correct. And I'd just like to know what your opinion is on the health care situation. And How come America is the only westernized country that doesn't have universal health care? Can you answer me that question, sir? I have no idea, but I agree with you 100%. And how come they're saying that the drugs in Canada are like, uh, you know, going to poison everybody and they certainly don't want American consumers to save money? They want everybody to roll over and be raped and ripped off by the, uh, the pharmaceutical companies? Why is that? I and I'm going to tell you why, because there are a bunch of grave robbers, sir, and I guarantee you that when you buy your prescription drug in Canada, it's exactly the same. In fact, it comes from the same ca uh, company, from the same assembly line, from the same bottle that it comes from when you buy it at Walgreens or Records. I agree with you. I'm sure Because there are a bunch of liars and grave robbers, sir, and the fact that this, this government is so overtly and blatantly big business, and the fact that little people and middle class people are sitting there sucking their ass, it goes to show you people get what they deserve. You're right, and uh, believe me, it's one of my biggest concerns, and I'm sure it's a lot of Americans' concerns. Right. And I wish there was just absolutely something this government would do about well, it. Well, vote for Howard Dean 10 or 20 times, and let's see what we can get done. You got it. Thanks. Have a see, nice that's day. another thing. The Democratic Party just just absolutely taking a dump in that last uh, midterm election, just sucking wind. Pathetic. We, we really do need it. If they, if they screw it up again this year, then we need another party. Let's have one. Okay. I'll bring ponytail cater it. And and by the way, uh, Rimmer has to pay double. How do you how do you like that? That business of people, you know, uh that entitlement. Well, I'm Neil's friend. Well, what the hell's that got to do with it? I got plenty of friends. Uh, they don't go and sucking around for free meals just because they happen to live across the street. The rumor I'm hearing is that he moved across the street from there just so we can get free meals. Gee, he wouldn't do that, would he? Yes. That, that's the rumor I'm starting out uh, hearing. That he moved right in the hood so that because he knew Jeff was there, he was like a captive audience. When did he say he was there? Just yesterday. And then, of course, he's got all the hockey players in there. Oh, you know, come on. Give me, uh, give me, give me, give me, give me. Terrible. Just shameless. Speaking of Canadian Jews that drive foreign cars, it's 11 past 1 at 560 WQM. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. If you feel like crap, that means you probably didn't get a good night's sleep last night, which also means you're not getting a good night's sleep any night. Because your, your mattress doesn't make a recovery. It doesn't heal. It's not like a sore. It doesn't heal up. So if your mattress finally gets to that point where it's like lumpy and bumpy, it ain't going to get no better unless you do something about it, which means make that one easy call to dial a mattress, toll-free, 1-800-MATTRESS. Celebrate this new year in real comfort for months and years to come with a great name brand mattress from our friends at Dollar Mattress. Nobody gives you a better deal all the way around. And Dollar Mattress now is proud to have added Stearns and Foster to their already unbeatable championship lineup. 
Stearns & Foster Hewitt is the finest mattress made in America, and now you can sleep on one tonight by calling toll-free 1-800-MATTRESS. And, of course, they also carry the complete line of Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coral, and Tempur-Pedic. Choose from dozens of models at low everyday discount prices. Only Dollar Mattress lets you choose that two-hour delivery window. That's right. You can hop right through that window, and they'll be there. Any day of the week, seven days from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., like noon to 2, 2 to 4, 3 to 5, you pick the time, they'll show up. So with low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's a piece of cake to see that Dollar Mattress is the best in the universe anywhere all the way around. So we'll do what I've been doing for years. George is doing it. Orlando, uh, Orlando Wells Aquarius probably doing it, ain't he? Somewhere. Yeah, he's doing it somewhere. Uh, Miguel, well, all of them speaks, all rub, you know, same thing. Call up Dollar Mattress today and you'll be sleeping and doing it in comfort tonight. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them out on that wicked worldwide web at mattress.com. Live, live, and local. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Talent. Absolutely. I'm a big rock star in my big time. Yes, I've made it. While my guitar loudly rings, I make a big bucks with my axe, but I can't play it. Yes, my guitar loudly rings. I have no talent, but great public relations, plus I'm in heavy rotation on MTV. Alright! I can't just smile and sell a million copies, with hair so sloppy and my ripped jeans. I live sink and strong, some awful chords, yes I fake it, and my guitar loudly reads. I sent it 2001, I believe it was. Or was it in January of 2001? And George Harrison croaked. I forget. He, in 2001, he died. He's still dead, by the way. He's riding in a box somewhere. It's a 117 at 560. I mean, that's cruel to say that, but it's, I think it's about time we start being like more mature and adult in this world. Does no. that help? No. I mean, people are innocent. People are dying because of all the gobbledygook and superstition and crap. And oh, he's going to he, just like the thing with Brett Favre's father. Well, what's Brett Favre's father saying up there now that he threw that terrible interception overtime and the Packers lost that playoff game, huh? What's he saying up there now? Maybe he gently weeps, too. Why did he weep? I mean, come on, grow up, people, will you please? For example, Al-Qaeda passenger, an innocent Indian leather garment exporter, the Al-Qaeda part in quotes. An Indian Muslim at the center of a terrorism scare on transatlantic flights is an innocent leather garment exporter. I don't believe it. They didn't like him because he had that curry aroma, that kid curry smell. Do you ever sniff Kid Curry? Sure, just Don't. this morning. The man whose full name is Abdul Hai Mohammed Ilyas. No, uh, Abdul Jeff Hai sure. Mohammed Ilyas. Ilyan. You know how they knew that he was uh, bad news? Hi, Pally! That's the first thing he said on a plane. 
is based in the southern Indian city of Madras with business interest in U.S. and Europe, which requires frequent air travel, Indian investigators said. Ilya's name phonetically matches that of al-Qaeda operative Mulvi Abdul Hai, as in, Hi, Pally! Wanted since 2002. Hi, Mulvi. The confusion began when U.S. intelligence agency scanning airline passenger manifest picked out Ilya's name. I wonder if he's kin to Ilya Kovalchuk. Who? Boy, they can't score into an empty net, Atlanta. Boy, they're, they're got problems. Uh, listed for travel on an Air Force, Air France, Paris LA flight December 24th as a, pass, a possible match for a high. Hi, Pally! Wanted since 2002. The suspicions of internet. See, this is, uh, they're just trying to cover it up. Remember the French said there was no, no such sure. uh, person on there? Right. There were no terrorists on there. Just keep keeping the people right on edge, keeping everybody peeing in their pants. Just because the guy ate a little bit too much chicken curry for lunch. And right away, bada beep, bada boop, bada bop, Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda. Man. Terrible. Let's get back to that third poll, man. This is big. You turd. 202 votes in about 40 minutes. That's not, uh, that's fairly impressive, wouldn't you say? Impressive. Considering they're all listening to Rush now. Oh, and speaking of that. Yeah. You know what I did yesterday? I left here. You listen to Rush. Mad Dog was on. He went into a commercial break. I t- for the first time in years, I punched over to IOD and there was Rush. And that, that asshole phony factory yesterday, which I still think muffed in it, uh, about, well, you know, Rush does this and Rush. Uh, he was reading a long, ponderous article. Wow. And he doesn't just read it. He pontificates. And uh, Bush told U.S. imposed policies are perverse. He, he just talks down to everybody. Yeah. He shouts. He, does, right. he doesn't read anything. He shouts. His whole show is just pomposity. It's uh, three hours of pompous acidity every day. I used to have to play those tapes when I was a pilot. Well, my friends, blah, 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 Latin American League. I mean, Jesus, God. Anybody that would buy into that crap needs to Well, when you sound health. that way, yeah. you know, it's got to be true. <laughs> oh, is that it? Sure. So, in other words, if you talk in a very uh, condescending way, that means right. you must know what the hell you're talking about. And a condolence right. way. Who else would sound that way? Schmidt. You know what he said yesterday? Hi, Pally! 208 votes on the Pharrell poll. Come on, let's bring him back. Just uh, sneak him in there when nobody's paying any attention. I hope your car gets stolen. Should QM bring Pharrell back? Please, and actually he's in here. See, they think that's on tape. He's here. <laughs> Please, tomorrow, 76. See, if Bo Camper can make stuff up, why can't I? Pharrell returns tomorrow, 8 to 10. Oh! Right? Sure. Why can't I make stuff up? Not that you ever would. Not that we, not that we you know, have a sports nerd show with a bunch of real silly people listening. Our people are real serious. Chamba. <laughs> Please bring him back tomorrow, 76. No way he sucked, 49. Who the hell is Scott Farrell, 42? And I love it, but it wouldn't last, 41. I think that lasts 41. I think they got, you know, <laughs> they like it, but they know there ain't no way. Just it wouldn't last. It wouldn't start. How do you know that? Stranger things have happened. I think he's out there in the hall right now, talking to the uh, middle management people. Those people are evil. Well, we know that. 21 past one. Let's get this phone smoking here, baby. It's your day. It's your deal. 5670560. As they say in the poker room at Pompano Park, it's your deal. Pound 560. You ought to see the age of those people. Wow. WQM, hello. No change. All right, Don. That was Don. Wasn't that Don? Was that Don? No, it was Stan Major. I think that was Don. Play, put it back. Play it back. <laughs> <laughs> what time's the Stan Major show on? How many uh, hours, how many days a week is he on? About 30, man. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, Doug. Nice to meet you. Yes, sir. Hi, you party. WQM, hello. Uh, can I talk to Neil? Speaking. 
Aren't they good? Oh, I love it. I told you we got nothing Boy, but mature, intelligent people listening to the show. Let's get C-SPAN in here to hear the to hear the uh, profound comments. Of the, we haven't had one woman today, not a woman. Not you'll see when the book comes out tomorrow. We have a oh. we owe points in women. We have they're a too mi- busy working. Minus and, oh, that, that, yeah, I'm so tired of hearing that crap. Who the hell are you kidding? Please. They're sitting around watching Jerry Springer, Judge Frickin' Judy. Using that apparatus you were talking using about. Using that, uh, that uh, cum apparatus I was talking about before on their ankles. They're, they're grabbing uh, you know, their ankles. They're on their back. Well, well that's what Scruan does all the time. It's a good exercise. She lays on her desk on her back and then grabs both ankles. <laughs> Skankles. Oh. Skippy said it was a... Uh... No, I'm not going to say it. WQAM, hello. QAM. Barnaby Jones, a Quinn Martin production. Thank you. Bill Ross calling in. Thanks, Bill, from the other side. Who said that Jonathan Edwards has got anything on us? Let's start talking to some dead people. See, Mo gets upset when I talk about dead people. Let's, start, ta- let's start talking to dead people. <laughs> sure. Huh. Why not? Sure beats them sports callers, I'll tell you that. Well, what do you think about that right guard? Is he still injured? Oh. Mm. And all that Danny crap, man. You Danny people, you need you need to get a life. Oh, he's going to be in management. He's going to own the team. How the hell do you know, huh? You wouldn't know Danny if he came to your house and licked you on the ass. WQAM, hello. Come back. That was not. Yeah, that boy. was weak. That was so bad. Shame on you, man. A faker and a weak a one. A fake Chamba that. guy. WQAM. Hey, Uncle Neil. How are yes, you doing? Yes, sir. Pretty good. Uh, this is Virginia Key. I haven't called you in a long time. Okay. But the reason why I was calling you is I didn't know. Do you know what they use civets for? You know, the, the, the animals that are causing SARS? Besides lunch? Besides, actually, besides lunch, there is a big reason. Anybody out there that uses musk perfume, musk cologne, you know, mm-hmm. it comes from a rectal gland from that animal. And they actually, Rectum? They actually hang this thing from its tail, take a flat piece of wood, and scrape this black, nasty, nastier-than-hell stuff, kind of like our president. Um, out from these glands to the left and right of the anus, put it in a jar, and then that's what eventually becomes musk. In so, colon. in other words, they're expressing their anals. Bingo. Wow. So, all you guys that can you charge like it on? Can you charge it on Anal Express? <laughs> I don't know. Put it on the put it on the uh, Defense Department's bill. They they have plenty of money. Sure, no problem. But uh, anyway, for those of you guys out there we'll like fi- Mars, maybe we'll find some on Mars. <laughs> plenty of it. Plenty of it along the way too. I'm Musk? sure. Well, uh, in closing, give me a little gurgle, and y'all have a good day. And speaking of Muskie, then I was talking about Ed Muskie before mm-hmm. he cried, Who? and he died. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Two hundred and forty one votes on the uh, Pharrell pool. It's starting to build up big heavy duty now. Are they? You think the powers that be are looking at this thing? No, no, of course not. They don't pay any attention. They're out to lunch now. Clarence, he come, Clarence comes wandering in about nine. 40 now every day, goes out to lunch about a quarter to noon, he comes rolling back at about 10 to 3, leaves and goes home at 4.30. How much do you think he's pulling down out of here now? How much? 140? You've got to be kidding me. 140 what, dollars? Yeah. 241 votes. Should WQM bring back Scott Farrell? He was big, baby. Ah! You bet. He was, he was what had this place all fired up again, and then, that's it. Please, tomorrow, 89, the number of the great Alexander McGillney. Boy, we sure need him back. No way he sucked 56, as in Q56. Who the hell is Scott Farrell, 49? Now, do you, we never believe those. Because no matter what we put on there, there's a bunch right. of assholes that will vote for it. And I'd love it, but it wouldn't last 47. And we haven't taken one call on line nine today. WQM line nine. Hey, 
you doing? Pretty good. Good, good. Uh, I got one for your poll. Yes. Uh, Ari Fleischer. Oh, my God, I couldn't stand that guy. The guy was such a... Uh, okay. Former White House... But uh, he had a lovely bald spot, though. Yeah, guy guy had the uh, personality for doing well, When he started getting suspicious, when he started bringing in them uh, pork cheeseburgers, he started getting really pissed off. True. Hey, uh, he started got, getting a little porky about it, yes. Uh, I got something for you. Uh, yeah, this is kind of a sports-related, but not really. Uh, if, uh, if you go to a website, www.moneyshots.com, it's a CGI... Uh, Website like right. makes videos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, they've got a Donovan McNabb video. Uh, uh, naked? No, it's not naked. It's a commercial. And if you if you uh, play it, I have George go there, or maybe you can go there. You'll, you'll hear that they have like a little rush, uh, little rush reference in there. I think. Excellent! Like, uh, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's I like hope a, they. I hope they rip him an ass. It's like an Easter. If you go there, www.moneyshots.com, or just look on the web for Reebok XL. And as a matter of fact, if the Patriots lose to Indianapolis, which I hope they don't, but if they do this week, and I'm, I'll pull for the uh, Eagles in the Super Bowl just to piss off Rush. Right on. But check it out, though, man. That Easter egg's really cool. You have to listen for it. Okay. But you'll hear. But you'll hear. It's really, really cool. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Neil. See ya. Twenty-seven past one at five sixty WQM. The Mad Dog was scheduled to be on today too, but we have some rumors now that Pharrell's going to be on two to four every day. In fact, you know what? Let's just start making up some phony schedules. Why not? Huh? I mean, the real one's wrong. Ron Hersey's going to be on tomorrow morning between five and eight. Eight to ten, we got Pharrell is back. In fact, what I'm going to be is I'm going to be a Pharrell sandwich. I'm going to be the meat in the middle. Pharrell eight to ten. Pharrell two to four. Right? Okay. John Beresford Tipton's going to be on four to six tomorrow, giving away million dollar bills. The Millionaire. Oh, oh. Uh, that's way before your time. Sure. That would be like Our Lead Three Lives with the Herbert Philbrick, Richard Carlson. Oh, I love talking about those real. I probably shouldn't do it because Boca Brian's out of town. He's the only that's other right. one that's old enough to know it. 27 past 1. Well, all the old farts, man, they're listening to, what are they listening to? Life? No. Lifeless. <laughs> Seriously, what are, what are the old farts listening to these days? Each other fetching. Are they listening to WKAT and classical music on AM? Huh? Maybe they're, listening to a, maybe they're listening to a beautiful fugue right now. Who did the fugues? Bach. Bach did most of them. They're yes. listening to a Bach fugue. Well, you know what? Fugue them. Hey, if you're in a really dead-end job, I'll fugue your boss, too. If you're underpaid, uh, back at him. New Year's resolutions don't happen by automation. All you got to do is just make a simple phone call, and you really can change your life and put the plans in motion. Call Fast Train right now at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Classes are underway right now. If you're committed and dedicated, Fast Train can help you out in becoming a certified computer professional in just four short months. To make a long story short, having a real career and a big fat one and a paycheck, too, that goes along with it. That's right. Get yourself a new high-paying career in just four, count them, short months. The demand for certified computer professionals is at an all-time high. That's what Todd Dreck tells me. Fast Train offers convenient day, evening, and weekend classes, job placement assistance, financial aid for people who qualify, too. So call Fast Train today, toll-free, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. Whatever you do, don't miss the train of opportunity this year. Here's a chance to get out of your dead-end job and get a real life. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. This year, make your New Year's resolution a reality with our friends at Fast Train. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA, QA. Packing your dirty clothes. Kick you when you're up and kick you when you're down. Kick them back with a Maytag washing machine. Give us dirty laundry. We're Maytag. Well, I apologize for playing that. They told us we don't want to be airing our dirty laundry here on QAM. 
They didn't tell us that, did they? No. 132 at 560 WQM. Wait till you hear Well, let me do this facts first. Okay? okay. Good, I'll say the good one. Oh. Four jocks accused of taping a student to toilet seat. I mean, that's not bad. It's in the Sun Sentinel, though. Four wrestlers at David Crockett High School in Jonesboro, Tennessee, are expected to be disciplined after taping a 14-year-old boy to a toilet seat, taking a picture and posting it around the school. The boy's mother, Linda Clark, said the hazing incident happened about two weeks ago, but nothing was done about it. I think it's a shame and a disgrace my son was humiliated like this, and it was unpunished, Clark said. Clark said her daughter took one of the photos to Crockett Principal Henry Marable around the time of the incident, but nothing was done. Clark went to the school Monday and confronted Marable, or is that Mirabel? Maribel. Maribel? She said... You call that a penis? No. Maribel said one of the boys was not in school on Tuesday. wanted to get all four together before handing down any discipline. Washington County Director of Schools uh, Grant Rowland said a student typically would be suspended 10 days for this type of offense. The whole thing is completely ridiculous, Rowland said, and a man in my position can't afford to be made to look like an asshole. <clears throat> How do you like that? Well, at least they didn't shove any uh, marshmallows up his butt or anything like that, because that's usually the way it goes. Right. All that Still, uh, faggy fraternizing. Yeah, it's, it's in the same category. Now, wait, I want you to look at the headline on this fax. What is Chamba? Chamba? Okay. Is that incredible? You're not impressed. Well, I can't wait to hear the facts. Chamba? Maybe it's more be. than our name. It means to celebrate. And when you taste our fresh fruit smoothies, fresh squeezed juices, and high-nutrition breads and pretzels, you understand why. Don't give the president none of those pretzels. He's got a tough time with them. Oh, and don't forget on our, what is that thing called again? That we have on our website? The uh, action figure there? Yeah. What is it called? <laughs> Lion uh, Sack of Crap Bush, whatever it's called. It's beautiful. We started out in 1990 in San Luis Obispo, California as a, as Juice Club. A group of young, wellness-minded people, Kirk the Visionary, Linda the Creative, Kevin the Relationship Guy, and Joe the Naturalist. We had one Juice Club store, a mountain of passion, a huge hunger for health. With the help of some of our really great friends, we built Juice Club with our own hearts and hands. From sourcing the very best fruits and testing out blenders to physically building our first store, we did it all. Soon our passion for Juice Club started to catch on with others. As word began to spread, we continued to dig our grass. How, I don't want to read the whole story. Health and, oh, this must be like that uh, Jesus juice that Michael Jackson feeds the kids. That you drink with a straw out of a soda can. Health and nutritional awareness were finally becoming a big deal. Customer enthusiasm was growing, so we continued to open new juice club stores. We believed there was more to learn and more to offer our growing group of loyal fans. We made it our goal to listen to our customers, to continuously improve, to always be dreaming of creating, offering new good-for-you products. So in 1995, to celebrate our evolution, let customers know that we were committed to being better and standing out from the juice stands that were popping up. We decided to change our name. We became Jamba Juice. So there you go. Now we know. Jamba Juice. Tastes like crap. Come on, how do oh, you know I that? I don't know. Might be delish. I'll tell you what I like a lot is my Anorex diabetic. I'm drinking one right now for lunch. Yes, you are. Yes, he is. And I'm tying it in with this fax from our good friend Suzanne, who finally stopped writing me about how she's the uh, the one with the Jewish husband. Uh, right. Thanks, Suzanne. I'm glad you stopped doing she's that. She's married to a Mexican. Whatever she is. I can't get through your lines. I'm listening to you. Women. Yeah, one. Anyway, where can I get those diabetic bars you were talking about? It's not a bar, Suzanne. It's a dwink. It's a drink. It's Enterex Diabetic, E-N-T-E-R-E-X. And it's delicious, and it's uh, good stuff, good for you. You can get it at Publix, at Eckerd's, at Walgreens, at CVS, all your pharmacies out there. Uh, give it a shot, Suzanne. And thanks for the memories. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. You hear how clean and crisp that was? Crunchy. That's for my Enterex Diabetic. It's clean and it'll make your uh, greps really good. 284. 
Should QAM bring uh, Pharrell back? What do you say? Come on, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Bring it on. Please, tomorrow, 109. Tomorrow at 6. At 5. No way he sucked 69. I love it. Uh, I'd love it, but it wouldn't last 58. And who the hell is Scott Pharrell 55? We don't believe any of those people. There ain't nobody. Don't know Pharrell. Right? Right. You'd have to be a dumb son of a bitch not to know who he is. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. Did you ever dream about being a jock playing with yourself in your <laughs> room? That's with that guy. That's horrible. Jock. Gotta go. Yeah. Jock. Wow. <laughs> I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. Hey, that makes your tongue colored. What's that? The uh, anthrax. So you wonder why? Something else. It's anthrax. No, what it is. Oh. Is that, no, you know what that is? It's coated. My tongue is coated. Because I'm, I'm clean. Because I'm fat. No, when you're fat. Well, what about your tongue? No, I'm not bad. Red. Oh, yeah. See, that's like it's like lesions. No, it's like when you have a yeast infection in your right. system. Most fat people have a yeast infection. I have I've, no idea. I've read so much about that. I don't know how to get rid of it. But but you do. And of course, part of the problem is eating like a lot of cheese. Is that it? Yeah. Oh. Or, or dairy. Rhymes with berry. What about bread, which you don't eat? I don't eat bread. What's bread like, got to do with? Uh, like it has yeast in no, it. No, 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 no. It's not. No. It mm. doesn't come from yeast products. It comes from sugar. From sugar. I know another place it comes from. And, of course, from. bread turns into sugar when you eat it, just like right. pasta and that stuff. So there's the answer for my tongue. And quit looking at my tongue, by the way. Oh, you stuck it out. Ah! <laughs> five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. Let's see if there's anybody on line nine. It's a winner. Hello. Yeah, hey, uh, I just wanted to call and tell you to tell Eric that the um, archives are hosed since he switched over to MP3s. Yeah. They, they don't work. They, um, you know, they run for about uh, a minute and a half, then they're gone. I'll be damned. They don't, they don't work are you serious? I'm positive. How the hell is that possible? <clears throat> I have no idea. They when, when, when did that start? Friday. Friday? Mm-hmm. Probably, a, uh, probably a comic conspiracy. That's a phrase. It sounds like you, Neil. What's that? It sounds like you. I met you years ago at La Tavernetta. Right. Back oh, what a great place day. that was, huh? Back in the day. Right, also, back in the day. Don't say I'm, that. I hate when they say back in the day. Also, I went to college in Geneva, New York. So All I'm right. Very, Hobart. Very familiar Hobart. with You went to Hobart? I went to Hobart. All right. And, and my roommate, as a matter of fact, dated Howard Samuel's daughter. Oh, no. I'll tell you one thing. His son was an asshole. Yeah, I know that, too. His son, Bill. I know that, too. In fact, Howard may have been an asshole, too. I never met him. But we spent many, many, many I hear hours still, at, he, at, the, at the Finger Lakes racetrack. I hear. I, I, was there, I was there the day it opened. Yeah, I think I was, too, as a matter of fact. Okay, probably, Pally. Listen, I'll see probably you. Probably like early 60s, right? 62, right. 63 That's it. in there? 63, I believe. I'll see you I believe I was see there. See you in Yeah, get those uh, archives fixed. We're, we're, to get his we're, we're, here. we're working on it right now. Because I'm in Tampa. I'm going to say it again. I'll see, you, I'll see you in Depew. See ya. I'll see you in Hamburg. I'll see you in Skinny Atlas. See you in uh, Leroy. <laughs> Bye. I told you Line 9 was good. We've gone from Line 9 being a real defective weak sister to Line 9 being a, hey, a strong link. A str- what? It's, it's two in a row, man. Two in a row with people that we actually might want to talk to again. Even though people not from upstate New York are probably bored to death. That's too bad. Okay, if you're not from upstate New York, you uh, ain't crap. Or maybe Montana. Or Cuba. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T or Toronto A. Let's see now who the Leafs playing this week. Well, that's right, they got the tomorrow and Saturday home and home with those Philadelphia Flyers. Big game Saturday, all you hockey fans out there. I'm serious. Panthers in Tampa Bay. If the Panthers have any, even though there's a long way to go, but if they have any serious hopes of uh, being a playoff contender, they really need to get a win against Tampa. Not a tie, not one of those kiss your sister ties. I'm talking about a win against the Lightning on Tuesday on uh, Saturday, Saturday night at the Macarena. 
because the Lightning are seven points in. I still, I think they still got two games in hand or two or three on the Panthers. So it's, it's a four point game. If the Panthers win, are only four points out of first in the division. If they lose, it's nine, which is not good. Any interest whatsoever? No. How'd you like some free tickets? No. Because this is the only show that ain't giving away no free tickets because, uh, they won't do anything for this show. Nothing. Zero. They won't uh, fix our computers. They won't give us any tickets to give away. They won't even talk to us. They want nothing to do with us. They'll just take the money. Thank you. And that's it. They won't sell any spots on this show. No. Nothing. We're like uh, we're like the bad uh, cousin that came to town wouldn't the leave. The redheaded stepchild. That's right. The redheaded stepchild. The, the dark uh, uh, ass stepchild. Oh, I thought that was Troy Stratford. WQAM. QAM. Hi, can I speak to Neil, please? Speaking, yes. Neil. Our first lady caller of the day. I finally got through. This is this is your friend Suzanne. Oh, you're the only woman we got. Why are you still calling after I read your facts, Suzanne, and gave you the information? I can't find the information. I called the. I just got through telling us Enterex diabetic. It's not a bar. It's a drink. I do they have a website? Do you know? Oh yes, they do. As a matter of fact, www.enterex e n t e r e x diabetic all one word dot com. Down in Homestead, they they, they never heard of that. Mother, but forget about Homestead. They never heard of uh, Coke in the Homestead either. Electricity. Yeah, no, they I never know. heard of light bulbs. I know. I, I appreciate that yeah. the, the fact that, that you talk about that on the radio because I'm diabetic. And, right. You know, it's hard for me to, to you eat. Take, do you take your blood sugar? Yeah, I take my blood sugar um, four times a day. And good. I, good for you. And I also take insulin four times a day. Oh, you have to take insulin. Uh-oh. Yeah. Wow. So I, well, I this, want, is, this is good stuff. I think you'll like it. I hope so because I tried that other the Atkins stuff. Yeah. That you were talking about, and it was awful. Oh boy, it'll make you just crap your brains out. I had a lot of stomach problems with it. Right, exactly. Especially if you have a tender tummy like you and I do, forget about it. And I and I decided to stop taking them, and then I went to um, Eckerd and I tried these carb solution bars, and they're terrible. Awful. They, they taste like dreck. Oh, they don't even work. Yeah. Thank you very much. Give us a try, Suzanne. Good luck. You too. Hang in there. See, she's very nice. She faxed us. She called us. She's our only lady. We have one. Well, it's better than none. It's better than the big... Oh! 142. In fact, the big O will be on tonight, and uh, we apologize for that in advance. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. You're humongous. Wow.
47. Not with a porky or goofball redneck like that. With ears the size of a Dumbo. In fact, he'd make Dumbo uh, uh, blush. Do elephants blush? Well, if he could, he would do it. I was thinking about that confrontation in the parking lot the other day. And I'm thinking of one thing that I forgot to tell you about that was said to me during during the heat of the initial uh, hostility. Yeah. When I was saying, you know, it's a radio show, because he was bellyaching about, well, the things that you uh, said on the air about me, but it's a radio show. And he said to me, you should have explained what your show is about to me. And I said, everybody else got it. And I'm thinking to myself, it wasn't up to me to sit anybody down and explain it to me. It was up to Greg Reed to explain it. See, that again is not, I'm not picking on Mo on that. It's another example of the bad management here. When you bring somebody in who we already know has got a big, fat ego, and you sit them down and say, you know, don't take it personal. Let's just kneel. That's the show. He rips me in ass, too. That, that's the way you do it. The management should have done that, not me. I mean, what, 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 I mean, should yeah. I go to lunch with him and say, by the way, I'm going to rip you an ass, but don't right. take any of it seriously about the wig and about the checkered pants and the bag and stuff. It's just, why do I need to do that? People with experience in this field, the talk radio field, that But is, he's never done that. Right. He, he did admit that to me. He's never done a talk show before. He's never done it, which is another great idea by Greg Reed. See? Greg, I'm going to tell you, baby. I think they ought to name a disease after Greg. You know what I mean? Which one? Tumors. Speaking of tumors, men ages 73 and 80 brawl over a handicapped parking spot in Boca. Oy vey. Maybe that's why Mo wasn't into work this morning. Two men got into a fight over a parking spot in a Denny's parking lot at 3249 North Federal Highway. But of course. The fight started about 11.30 Tuesday morning when Richard Bohemi, 73, asked Bruce Foster, not Bud Foster, Bruce Foster, 80, why he had parked in the last handicapped spot. Foster, went had a handicapped placard, told Bohemi it was none of his business. According to the report, Bohemi began screaming racial slurs at Foster, who's black, then struck his cane out the car window and hit the 80-year-old man, but he declined to press charges. How do you like that? He called him some kind of a schwarz or something like that. Isn't that pathetic? Happens all the time. If he would have held out a candy cane, he probably might have licked it. Don't you think? There was a killing at a, a theater or something over here a few well, days Well, didn't they just have that trial with a guy that, that, that killed a guy over a parking spot or something? All the time. It goes on every day. I tell people in Toronto about that, about, uh, you know, because they ask me what it's like here, what the people are like. And I tell them people shoot each other over a parking spot. They look at me like, boy, have you got a sense of humor or what? <laughs> no, they think I'm joking. They, can, right. they, can't, they can't comprehend that. They never heard of such a thing. Of course, they don't have quite the disproportionate number of old, obnoxious, angry old people anyplace else like we do here. Old. That's why, even at my advanced age, I feel like a queen, a teenager. Now, here you better listen carefully. Steve says, could you please do me a favor? You and your station have been advertising a seminar at Office Depot Center February 5th. It's with Zig Ziglar, Jack McKeon, and Rudy Giuliani. Could you please fax me the number to call to book it? I've called the station four times, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, four times have been hung up on twice. I didn't mm-hmm. catch the number when you did the promo. Have you got it? Can we play it? We could play it. Well, that's the only way, because, see, I just want to say it again, talking about bad management. We have many, many, many people who call the station, call the switchboard out there, freaky-ass Carlos, and ask very nicely, uh, could we get some information? No! You know, and they get hung up on, because Carlos is busy with his uh, Paris Hilton blow-up doll. Oh, I didn't tell you that either, did I? No, you did mention that. About Paris Hilton? And right. Got, that's his new flame? Explain me that. I don't I don't get it. Well, explain me Susan Lucci. Is she a fag hag? Is that what that's all about? Maybe. Maybe Paris Hilton's a fag hag, well, too. I, I, know I know she's a hag. The Susan Lucci thing, I understand. Why? Soap operas. Oh, I see. 
I kind of prefer Sheridan myself, even though I'm not inclined that way. But I would prefer to watch uh, that show. It's funny. See, but nevertheless, although I do like the new Tony on Guiding Light, but nevertheless. So anyway, let's play the spot. Sorry, Earl. Well, these aren't titled anything obvious. Wasn't that the right spot? No. Office Depot seminars. Uh, what? Well, what is that spot? Something else. Well, where's the Office uh, Depot Center uh, seminar? Oh, who knows? The uh, Yenta Renta Center. In other words, you can't even find the spot. Come on. Again, I would have to know what it's called. It says you and your station been advertising a seminar. I apologize to the audience because I know this is very exciting. You understand the that nothing within the spot is going to have anything to do with the title as it is listed on the log or in the audience. Right. But I mean, I mean, look at something that might be it, like the that, cheetah. That was well, I what I just fired cheetah. off. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, Steve would like to go to the cheetah. Uh, I guess Morgan's direct. That's that Petey Lenny spot. Well, that's I'll, coming I'll up. find it. Okay, we're we're looking for it. We'll work we'll our, in the next break. We'll work on it, Steve. It's what? We'll give them a freebie in the next break. How's that? If we can find what it is. If we find what it is, we'll put it in the next break as a free spot because we ain't got no spots anyway. Because our sales department's too busy servicing Scruan back there. 321 votes. Take a puke at that, man. 321. Should QAM bring Pharrell back? What do you say, huh? Absolutely. Please, tomorrow, 124 of you desperately want Pharrell back. He was fun. Let's get him on. Bring it on. No way. He sucked. 78. I love it, but it wouldn't last. 64. And who the hell is Scott Farrell? 58. Mad Dog is scheduled to be up next if we can ever get him out of the uh, holding cell. Now, what's the story? What kind of a story can we make? I think that's what I'm going to do every day, just out of spite for what they did this morning. I'm just going to make up a phony schedule. Hank's not here anymore, by the way. He quit. Coming up. Coming up. Yeah. Mad Dog, Sports Radio 560 AM. Grab the wood. Mad Dog says Tom Brady's coming down for three weeks and he's going to bring him on in. And I'm going to tell him, sure got a pretty mouth, Tommy. That's what I'm going to say. They provide a headline that will lead you by the door. We're almost done, baby. It seems like we just sat down here five minutes ago. Five hours ago. No, 
No. To you? No. This went blowing by today, man. It blew. Anyway, so Mad Dog, who is a real hoot, he really is. He was just telling me Tommy Brady's coming down after the Super Bowl and all that stuff. He's coming down here for three weeks. And I said, I'll come back for that. You might introduce us. I'll say, hey, Tommy, got a pretty mouth and stuff like that. Real good guy. Anyway, Mad Dog's coming up next. He is not. He finally escaped. They were holding him hostage outside in the parking lot. But he finally managed to wriggle loose, and he'll be on. Hank, though, has left. Uh, 336 votes on our poll. Should QM bring? I'm just going to lie about everything. It seems to be the QMF and Y. All this. Uh, in fact, Mad Dog, he wanted to know what the, the deal was with Joe and Bo and Mo. It, it was a Bo, Mo, Joe and Bo deal. Mo wasn't here today. Did we ever find out why? No. I sure hope he's okay. Suspended, I heard. I heard he had, was suspended. That's Kidnapped what I heard. by Arab terrorists. I heard he borrowed Larry King suspended. Aliens. And uh, he, in fact, he's going to be on the first uh, manned Mars mission, and so they're getting them all cranked up and lubed up, ready to go. They're trying to figure out a way to make his bag not freeze out there in outer space. Anyway, so Mo wasn't on with Gildy. Gildy was on loan and sounded a little bit giddy about the whole thing, to be honest with you. Giddy and and giddy and gay. And then, of course, uh, Bo was on instead of Joe, and making up all kinds of stories about how Joe was suspended for something he said on the air. Just a lot of silly crap and sort of mad dog, eh, you know, like that. That same old Defoe stuff again, you know. Don't keep going to the well too many times, especially after that Pharrell business. And speaking of Pharrell, what a great segue. Look at that. 336 votes. When did we put that poll up there? About 1140? Thereabouts. Hour and 20 minutes, 336 votes. Wow, that is sensational. That's because Pharrell elicited a lot of emotion, wouldn't you say? He'll be in town tomorrow. Pharrell's going to be on here tomorrow? No. Oh, yeah, I mean, yes. Yes. Here. Where? 10 to 2. (laughs) All right. 336 votes should QM bring Pharrell back. 130 say, please, tomorrow. No way, he sucked. 81. I love it, but it uh, wouldn't last. 66. And who the hell is Scott Pharrell? 59. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Million dollar talent, 10 cent brain.